0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games you can take with you. I am your host, Chase Kenneke. Today's show is on the Game Boy Advance, specifically the top 25 games for the Game Boy Advance. And my guest, as has been here for all the other top 25 shows, is uh, is my friend and yours, East Coast Correspondent, uh, Twitch Twitch Streamer Extraordinaire,
1: uh, right.
0: Matt Jiggy-san Jaguar, <laughs> Hi Matt, how you doing, buddy?
1: Hey,
2: good. Chase, how you doing? Uh, I'm
0: doing great. Get to do Let's... another one of these.
2: Yeah, but I... like one of probably our favorite handheld console. It's a it's a
0: really good one. Mm-hmm. But I I do have to admit I I had a much easier time coming up with my personal list of 25 favorite games for the 3ds and the DS than I did for mm-hmm. this one.
2: Mm, true, true. Yeah, because my little like short history of the GBA is like I got one early but I did not get a lot of games going forward on the handheld until much much later like when things were like dirt cheap and uh I just had more interest in playing it it's just like there was just other things out there like the GameCube and PS2 and things like that and I was in college and uh could not spend a copious amount of money on new video sure. games
0: I and mean, for me it was I I played a lot of the Game Boy Advance It's just, Mm -hmm. I played the smaller handful of games so much more than something with the DS where I feel like I was playing lots of, lots of games all the time. So I think that was the hardest thing for me when putting together a top 25 is, okay, well, obviously like these six games need to be on there. Mm -hmm. And then it's what happens after that. It was like, uh, man, I've got to a point where it was like, I'm stretching a little bit. I know I owned this game. Maybe I played it a little bit, but I guess it's in the top 25. Mm -hmm. There's also a bunch of games on here that I just missed. I I missed entirely, and I'm...
2: There's so many (sighs) games, like... Uh, Astro yeah. Boy by Treasure is I, I heard is a really really good like I played a little game. bit of
0: Astro Boy Omega Factor and mm. I don't love it but I also don't love treasure games so I think mm, if you if you do fair. love that's treasure fair. games then that's probably a pretty good one but I more I, I, and more,
2: I and more time them. goes on I've been loving treasure so much and sure. miss them miss them so so dearly.
0: Well, uh, you know I think this podcast also comes at a great time, uh, especially for me, <laughs> because I got that analog pocket.
1: Ah, and uh,
0: and so now I've been thinking a lot more about playing older games, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance specifically, because that's what the analog Pocket can, can play. So there are a lot of games that I'm looking forward to digging back into or digging into for the first time uh, or actually or just really giving something its due where I didn't give it to it before because, you know, of of various reasons, didn't own the game at the time, didn't have the time, whatever didn't even know about it uh, so i think i think we're gonna have a fun time here a fun talk before yeah. we get into actually talking about what our uh our combined 25 here is and get to all the fun discussion and argument stuff uh matt just tell me what your general thoughts were on the game boy advance and the library
2: yeah i remember like it it's like pretty vivid because it was like right around end of uh junior high into high school that like I was still playing Game Boy Color games and Game Boy games because that's like was the handheld still around and when you heard oh Nintendo's making a new uh 32-bit handheld console uh handheld device the Game Boy Advance I just got like really really excited seeing like the previews for like the Castlevania circle of the moon. And like, I I begged to get one for my birthday, uh, that year. And lo and behold, I got a a game boy advance and I got Castlevania circle of the moon. So like, yeah, like the library is like probably it's biggest strength as well, too. There's so many games on there. It helped kind of rekindle the Metroidvania, uh, sort of genre itself too. Like there's Metroid fusion, Metroid zero mission, the three Castlevania games. And really, I don't think that genre would be around if it weren't for the Game Boy Advance. I could see that. I could see that.
0: Uh, for me, I, I we we both talked before we started the the recording that we had these magazines. You've you've got a, sure. an EGM. I've I got a, a Pocket Games that was a, spe- a special collector's issue oh. uh, about the Game Boy Advance launch, uh, and and so we've got these magazines that, that talk about the Game Boy Advance launch. I remember. This is, this is just one of my all-time favorite magazines, despite not being a subscriber to this and never actually... I don't think I have another Pocket Games
1: uh, issue <laughs> of a magazine.
0: But for whatever reason, I have this one. And I remember reading it front to back time and time and time again before and after the, the Game Boy Advance came out, just because there was there was something about looking at these pages and looking at these screenshots because the, at the beginning of the magazine, they have game boy color games and you know, here's, here's some game boy color stuff. Here's our ratings for these games. And I'm looking at stuff. Let me, let me open the magazine here. We're seeing uh, <laughs> action man, the search for base X. Oh my 100 God. And, 102 Dalmatians puppies to the rescue. Oh, good luck. <laughs>
2: The sad thing is, I remember the Action Man cartoon. Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, Mary Mary Kate and Ashley Pocket
0: Planner. There you go. Ooh, Pocket Planner got an 8.0. That's generous. Um, So seeing those games. Pokemon Puzzle Challenge. There you go. That's a great game. It got a 10. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, those games, good game. Uh, Not all those games. But uh, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, good game. Uh, And also looks really nice. But that's the beginning of the magazine and then you page through a little bit more and you get to the get to the part where it's like okay here's the game boy advance and here are some screenshots of the launch games and you go holy shit yeah. this these look this is such a jump up this is this is incredible this is absolutely nes to snes level of holy you guys made something much much better
2: it's kind of mind-blowing. Like, like the difference between... And the Game Boy Color, still, it looks pretty good. Like, it looks mm-hmm. distinct, but it's like a lower color palette. It doesn't have the same exact, like, hardware and horsepower that a Game Boy Advance had. And, like, it showed. And the, you know, screen size and things like that matter. And, yeah, the same thing when I was flipping through... I have EGM issue 144, the July 2001 issue. And you look at some of those, like, screenshots... Of even like just like the whatever games like uh, oh what was there they had the F Zero uh, yeah, maximum, maximum velocity, velocity. yeah mm-hmm. that was a launch game and you know it looks exactly like a SNES game like it it's like pretty c- incredible mm-hmm. it's like wow I can I have the power of the Super Nintendo in the palm of my hands like that was extremely enticing uh, little do we know that like oh yeah there's only two face buttons on this thing and the Super Nintendo had four. <laughs> Uh, mm, uh, right. So, so how are you going to put Super Mario World on here? And th- they did it somehow. <laughs> they, mean, did. they did eventually. Yeah. They
0: did. Uh, yeah, you're right though. Like reading through these magazines, even even the weak stuff was still somehow amazing. Like in this in this Pocket Games magazine that I have, uh, they went in alphabetical order for mm-hmm. the reviews of the Game Boy Advance launch lineup. So the first game that they talk about is Army Men Advance, a game that get, they gave 2.5, yeah. and I think that's probably even being generous. But when you look at this, look at this is like, here's the first Game Boy Advance screenshot you, you see, and you're like, wow, that actually looks really good. <laughs> I mean, that I game's know. not good, but e- even that was still impressive. And then going through and seeing screenshots for for something like gt advanced championship racing or iridian which uh, are both trying to do like these faux 3d uh kind of like almost mode 70 kind of stuff it's like damn like these like wow this thing is really going to be incredible and then you then i got to something like rayman advance and that had it looks exactly
2: like the ps1 insider game it's totally and it has such
0: a it has such a distinct art style and it's just it's just incredible. So yeah, I these, these magazines I were really important to me growing up uh, as as the system came out. But uh, so you said you had Castlevania: Circle of the Moon as your mm-hmm. as your one launch title. That yep, was, that, that was. was, was I was
2: like so excited to play that game because I had just gotten uh, Castlevania: Symphony of the Night and was playing that like sure. to death on my PlayStation, uh, and hearing that oh. They're making a semi-sequel follow-up to Simply of the Night, and that was, like, about four years ago, like, at that time, and I was just, like, blown the fuck away. Like, I can't wait to play a portable Castlevania game that's like Super Metroid. Uh, Now that's, like, a dime a dozen, and you have the Switch, (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, the most, like, now that the Steam Deck's out, you got two perfect, like, devices that can play Metroidvania games. So. Like, I am, I am living in just heaven right now. Like, I am glad I'm on this timeline where, like, Metroidvanias have become such a, uh, like, staple in gaming right. libraries.
0: And, I mean, not to date this podcast too much, but just last year, the Switch got the Castlevania Advance Collection. So, all, mm-hmm. all of those uh, Advance Castlevania games are now specifically out on the Switch. Plus, then you think about cool. all the other metroidvania stuff on there. I know Hollow Knight's probably the biggest one for a lot of people um like there's there's a lot of that stuff yeah that is axiom out there
2: verge now. bloodstain there's yeah sure. there's there's just so much out there now but like back then it was like compared to like uh i made this like comparison the other day there was like such an influx of like resident evil survivor horror type games with tank controls on like the ps1 era and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just seemed like even like they made like uh i forget the name of the game but it was basically like a steven seagal kind of like oh the train has oh, been hijacked no. by terrorists <laughs> and it plays with tank controls like a survival horror game, but it's not really a ho- survival horror game. <laughs> hmm. So, like you know, it it seems like that has flipped now. Like we don't see any more of those games, and now we see so many Metroidvanias. And I, like I, I the, the, you know, I said earlier, like oh, I don't think it, the genre would have survived after without the GBA. Not entirely true. I'm sure there would have been like you know something, like some fondness for it to you know some indie creator to make more of it, but. But maybe it definitely lived, It lived on uh, because of the Game Boy Advance,
0: right? I mean, you think of the the developers of of games like Hollow Knight or, or Axiom Verge, mm-hmm. they were probably kid kidish, uh, probably high school high school, maybe college time when games like Castlevania Circle of the Moon came out on the Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance. Yep. So or Metroid something...
2: fusion, Zero Mission, like those Totally. Like,
0: yeah. like I'm sure those are games that they have nostalgia for and that's why they're they're coming back. I mean you, you find that a lot with the the cycles of video games is that people who, who remember the games of their youth are, are trying to make their own spin on those things as
2: as they go. So who's um, gonna remember Base Wars? That's what I wanna know. I, I
0: mean I'll remember Base Wars. <laughs> And when I get to develop a video game, then Base Wars 2, baby.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure what those do you rights you, aren't uh, that expensive. Uh, yeah. Th- what do you think of the uh, uh, revisions of the Game Boy Advance? Like, I have a Game Boy Advance SP still, like my original mm-hmm. one. Still semi-works. Like, the battery probably needs to be replaced at some point. But it, let's see, I charged it. It boots up. Yep, there you go. There you go. And what did I have in here? Warrior the Land 4. Uh Okay. Sure. Probably talk a little bit more of that later but i never got a game boy advance micro like i didn't want like again i was in college didn't have a lot of money and if i wanted to trade something and i'd have to trade in the game boy advance sp i have and i wanted to keep playing my game boy original game boy games right uh, right uh which the micro could not do but like i have looked at it so many times over the past like several years and i'm like i wish i had gotten one damn it looks so nice
0: it does look nice, but I think you're good here. It's uh-huh. here. So I I had uh, the purple uh, advance, the original, and felt really good about that. Played the yeah. hell out of that. Uh, I did eventually get an SP. I think I got it through a girl in my class got one at like a raffle through school, Ooh, nice. but she didn't want it. Like she didn't play <laughs> Game Boy Game Boy Advance games. Like she didn't play video games at all. So she was one of my friends, and I think. I'm sure I paid her, but like, did I pay her and trade her something else? I can't remember what happened, but I I ended up with that Game Boy Advance SP, and nice. I played I I enjoyed that quite a bit, and yeah, I think that is probably the best version of of the Game Boy Advance, just because it can play all the old stuff mm-hmm. uh, and still has that nice appealing package. It has the clamshell design, despite uh, not having
2: a three point five millimeter headphone
0: jack. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was never it's weird sound on game boys has never mattered to me because mm. my my i think we've talked about this on other podcasts before yeah but true i i would often be playing the game boy in the car and i didn't mind just having the sound off on my game boy so my mom could keep talking to me or so i could <laughs> i could play my cds um, and and listen to my listen to my yeah, you know CD stuff while also playing Game Boy games. So I, well, I what didn't was really Chase to listening myself.
2: to at that time? <laughs>
0: oh, Chase at that time was fucking lame and just listening to whatever his parents had. So like, I was listening to Beatles <laughs> one a lot. That's, um,
1: that, that's I mean, that's it's, actually, f-
0: it's fine. That was it's my fine. first
2: Beatles album.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I had Beatles one that I kind of just basically stole from my parents at one point, or is like, I'm listening to this way more than you guys, so I guess this is mine now. Um, I mean, obviously, like Pokemon soundtracks, Pokemon oh, no, of to course. be a master, and, uh, and the Why Pokemon. Well, I listened to the
2: Pokemon music on Game Boy, which is great, versus <laughs> yeah. the Pokemon soundtrack. Sure. Like, I was on the, the road show. to
0: Viridian City while you were just actually listening to Viridian City theme, uh, which. you, know. you know, mm. Mm. A, it's a thought uh anyway um matt what do you say we get into this and yes. start start talking about it so let, let's lay down a few ground rules similar to what we did with the 3ds and the ds um f- first thing just need to put it out there we've not played every game I, nope. like matt said there's a ton of games on the game boy advance uh, a lot of really good ones a lot of shovelware i remember the game boy advance like, specifically being a game well being a uh, system that got a ton of of just absolute garbage third-party licensed trash
2: yeah i mean like game boy color was bad game boy was bad too in some respects like not mm-hmm. terrible like there was some kind of like oh you know we don't have to put a game boy game out for everything but game boy yeah. color came out you suddenly saw like an austin powers mini game collection sure. that was like i remember seeing reviews of that being like one of the worst games ever uh, and you know, it, it's, it's kind of like what you saw on Wii and DS, mm-hmm. uh, the Steam store. If you search weird stuff, uh, it, you'll find plenty, uh, or your favorite, uh, like Walmart shareware rack, or not shareware, but you know, diner dash levels of. Oh, absolutely. Wear.
0: Just, just absolute trash. Like I have a copy. I don't even know where I got it. Somebody just must have handed it to me for free. Cause I would have not paid for this game uh, I have a, a Game Boy Advance game called Rock'em Sockam Robots based wow. on the toy and I've never touched it and I cannot imagine what that fucking game is. Oh holy uh, shit. <laughs> but like that's like that's it's a cool childhood toy but like what does that translate to a video? I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so we're definitely not going to have full comprehensive knowledge of all the games. I think we've both played quite a few games though and I think we'll be able to come up with 25 Fingers crossed. We'll see.
1: We'll find um, out.
2: We might have a little bit of like overlap of series by the end of it. I'm sure, or yes. maybe like like a port here or there that is not you know might improve a little bit on an original game, but we'll, yeah, we'll see we'll, we'll see what how we pad this out.
0: Yes, uh, let so let's attempt at least to to see at the beginning. Uh, let's attempt to only to keep to our rules that we've done before, where we mm-hmm. only have a single game from any one series. So, uh, you know, if we have, uh, we have, you- we can either have Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, I guess those all kind of go together, uh, or Pokemon Fire, Red, Leaf, Green. Uh, I, can... I mean,
2: Chase, I'm going to spoil it right now. I don't have a single Pokemon game on my list. Wow. Okay. I was not okay. really into Pokemon at that time. Like, okay. My, well, my I mean, time in the Pokemon sun was like red and blue and, and Pokemon was sun like... was much later, Matt. Uh, yes, that's that. true.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> Damn it. yeah well i i will definitely carry the the pokemon torch for the both of us i'm sure mm-hmm. but just as that example like we we can't we can't have both pokemon emerald and pokemon fire red on yeah. this list we get we're picking one from a series and sticking to it uh just so we can get a, mo- a little bit more variety in here uh but you can imagine though if we like if we like one pokemon game we probably like the other pokemon game. Mm-hmm. um and then you kind of alluded to it. We're going to try not to have anything that's just a straight port. Um, the, the Game Boy Advance is got a lot of games from the, the SNES era. Has a, has a ton of that stuff. And we're going to try not to include those games. I know sometimes there are weird edge cases. We'll have to talk about what we do with A Link to the Past and Four Swords um that that can be a discussion if if we feel that four swords is is good enough um but something like the super mario advance games had very little that they added i know there's i know there's some slight differences that you could always play the original mario brothers on there too
2: like you know there's the e-reader levels in what was it super mario advance 3 Super Mario Advance Four, Super Mario, Mario Brothers Advance 3. Three. Thank you, thank you. I please, Matt. Please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I eyed
2: it on the Wii U eShop. I'm like, should I buy this to play for the show? Ah, and then you talk me out of it. Yeah, uh, you but you I'm I'm probably going to buy it at some point because you can't really get those levels anywhere else other than uh, like just I mean, emulating. You, it. you, you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely
0: can get them other places, but uh, maybe not legally other places. Yes. Exactly. Um. So we're we're gonna try to keep those two ground rules. I, I have a third potential ground rule and I don't know how much it's gonna matter. No. What would you think? I'm not even I'm not even convinced we should have this rule. Or that it would matter.
2: Alright, lay it on me. Foreign games?
0: Like games that only came to Japan
2: i'm thinking there's a long con here that We're... that involves super robot wars no 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 no. i'm
0: saying i'm <laughs> saying i think we should not include them
2: oh not include them that is yeah yeah, man, yeah. that's a twist oh, and and really the this sacrifice is... there i
0: i mean i'm not though because i don't think i've played i, I haven't played any of the super robot wars on mm-hmm. game boy advance i have them through huh. emulation through fan translations um, we didn't. I get think I, I know well, I, of
2: uh, another game that you're alluding to as well I but, mean, th- uh,
0: yes, this is the Mother 3 Claus, yes. Or or in Mother 3's case, it's the Mother 3 Klaus um, <laughs> Sorry, that's a terrible pun That's a terrible oh pun
2: Oh my god, uh, I haven't even played Mother uh, 3 and I even got the pun
0: I've played a tiny bit of Mother 3 And I'm gonna say I love the visuals I love the sound mm-hmm. I love everything it's doing Except for that combat I hate that combat so much
2: Matt, I, it's I probably so, wouldn't yeah. mind the combat because I like Earthbound, but I just haven't finished it, and the, I will get to Mother also, Three once I finish Earthbound. Yeah, I also don't like
0: Earthbound combat, but <laughs> this is worse it's than that quest. because it is. But it's like the the way that the the uh, the health keeps ticking as you're as you're fighting stuff. I true, I just didn't true. enjoy those systems at all. Um, and Mother Three makes it even more difficult. Not necessarily difficult. I guess it's an optional system. But I don't see... The game has, like, a Paper Mario-style thing where you're supposed to get, like, these action taps, and you're supposed to get it to the rhythm of the music, like, the background track of the of the combat theme. Oh, cool. And if you... I think, I think you could tap it up to, like, 16 times if you keep the rhythm right, and it does bonus damage, which is a great idea, except I, I don't know if I just have zero rhythm or what or just did not understand where this music had the beats on, but I could not make it work at all. So it was already the earthbound combat that I didn't like. Plus mm. here's a new system that I could not engage with whatsoever. And I just, I had a real bad time with mother three, despite knowing that I would love the story. I already love the characters. Lucas is, is one of my favorite characters in <laughs> smash brothers <laughs> to play as. Uh, I, I, I love the idea of mother three I just don't really like playing Mother Three. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I think we can say, no, no, uh, you know, no foreign games, no translated games mm. here. We're going to stick with American releases, North American releases.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. But just know
0: that, yes, if if I had my Druthers uh, and had played all of Mother Three, if I'd played Super Robot Wars J or Super Robot Wars D or Super Robot Wars R. Uh, that maybe I w- those things could show up on this list, mm-hmm. um, but I-, I think just to-, to make it clean, let's say North American releases only. Gotcha. With that being said, let's uh, let's get into it here. I think probably the best way of doing this because because we both agreed when we talked about this off the off the podcast that it's I think it's going to be real easy to like find a top ten here that we that we'll be able to agree on. Like, here's ten games that absolutely belong in this list. And I think like the other fifteen are going to be a little harder for us to agree on, just because the library is so huge, and also I don't think I have a lot of uh, a lot of love or a lot of confidence in in the bottom half of the list as much as I do for like the games of the top mm-hmm. list. I, I think
2: top we list. might have contention on just like one game series on what belongs in that top I mean, ten yeah, top five okay. spot
0: okay yes I agree I think there are a couple series that we'll also have contention on that I just don't think belong here and you will say they do and probably vice versa um, but well that that is part of the fun of, of doing yeah. these so uh Matt I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the first nomination I would like you to nominate a game that you think absolutely should be on our top 25
2: ah do I do I go out swinging at the fences with my number one overall (laughs) game or do i pick something that we will probably both agree on uh uh or just a dark horse uh you know what i will put on uh one game that uh i don't think you've played a little uh a whole lot of or at all but gunstar superheroes like i said i'm not a treasure fan exactly. Uh,
0: but i'm go i did play a little bit of this uh, in preparation of this episode
1: Mm, Nice and
0: gotta say i don't like it but Mm. uh, as as a game if you if you are uh serious about how much you enjoy treasure in this game specifically i don't see why it can't be on this list i'm probably going to argue that it shouldn't be all that high but i'm fine with it being on the list
2: i think i think it's a little mm, i don't know what to say because i haven't played a whole lot of the original gunstar heroes on the sega genesis and mega drive but I kind of like it a little bit more from what I've played of the two and it's, it's just extremely engaging. There's a lot of variety. Like at one point you're like, like leading little chicks around to uh, like get to the end of the level uh, and, and stuff like that. Or there's just things that utilize the system. Well, like uh, you're on top of a, uh, a ship and it is like zooming around and spinning and you are like shooting all over in eight different quadrants and it just it just gets wild it's amazing
0: yeah, sounds bad uh <laughs> he- help me out game. here matt gunstar is one word and superheroes is two words uh, yes for
2: this title okay. yes
0: cool i, I believe so. correct.
2: i have the cart right here i can okay. tell you
0: that's that's important let's make sure we get this right yep cool
2: no nope, that's warlocked
0: well, that's... We'll, I know, we'll talk that's about true. Game Boy Color <laughs> games another day, and holy shit, Warlocked is an amazing game.
2: <laughs> yep, Gunstar Heroes.
0: I thought this was Gunstar Superheroes.
2: I thought it was Gunstar Superheroes as well, too. I'll check on I'm, that, but you nominate sure something. I'm pretty sure it's
0: Gunstar Superheroes. Yes, Gunstar and Superheroes are two words for the GBA.
2: Yep, Gunstar Heroes, yep, Gunstar Superheroes, yep, there you go. Cool.
0: All right, done and done. Uh, let's see uh matt i mean let's let's not beat around the bush here we are both uh big fans of this game it's a game that we keep telling ourselves we're going to do a gamers on the go episode eventually Mm -hmm. uh and we just haven't found the time because it's a very long game and we'll we'll get there someday 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 someday
2: we will i know what you're talking golden fucking sun Sun. yeah baby (laughs) Uh, that's Sun, yeah that's definitely on the list uh, it's it is, definitely
0: on the list i don't see how it's not going to be even top 10 if not even higher than that but yeah it's well,
2: for me personally it's number seven on my list that i have right now and wow that's
0: too low that's, that's way too low, low.
2: But, i mean i like okay. it i've gone back and forth on this game a lot over the years like when i first got it, i'm like oh this is like just like a great super nintendo mm-hmm. jrpg in the palm of my hand And then I play it, like, five years later, I'm like, man, this is slow. This is prodding. This is, like, not, like, the story is getting, like, just in big tangents. But then I play it again five years later, I'm like, this is amazing. (laughs) The battle system's incredible. Like, these little sprites are kind of, like, kind of cool to look on the screen. Not great blown up, but it looks, like, really, really good on this little GBASP screen. And, okay, yeah, the story's a little nonsensical, but that's okay. Like, you know, it's prodding in little places, uh, but I don't mind the silent protagonist, uh, like, you know, that kind of thing yeah, in this it's kind of fine. game. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fine. standard, but it's fine. But I like but all they... the psi powers and utilizing that in like the open world and things like that. The music mm-hmm. is fantastic. It's yeah, it's definitely a top 10 game for me. Uh, just today I was feeling it. it's it's a number seven pick for me.
0: Wow. that's I mean, that's wrong, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, where's, where's it on your list? It's high. high? <laughs> it's really <laughs> high. Um, I'm going to guess
2: uh, number three.
0: No, it's higher than that. Oh, uh, we'll, get, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. um, it's I love the combat system of this, like you mentioned. I, I think it has so many fun tricks for that go in the player's favor. One of those is the uh, Jin system, the, yeah. the, the little genie guys. Uh, you find them out in the world or by doing specific tasks, some side questy kind of stuff, and these guys that it's. I don't even know what to call them
2: exactly. It's, it's kinda not... like mixing the materia system of Final Fantasy Seven and the was a, a Guardian bit? system of Final Fantasy Eight? Like well, like I haven't played eight, but eight is VIII. like you level up by uh, putting on a summon guardian and like okay. as, as you level as they level up you can add like more XP, more things like that. So it's because like, all the enemies in that game scale to your level as a character. Uh, yeah. but it's also the materia system where it, you know Equipping one affects stats on everything and things like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, l- let me explain it to the best of my abilities mm. here. So when you when you pick up one of these gins, you have to set it to one of your four main party members, and when you do that, they do gain some stats based on whichever kind. Uh, there's a there's a lot of elemental play in this game. There are four main elements: wind, fire, earth, and water, and and so when you set different. Jins to different characters. That your characters each also have like a base affinity. So Isaac, the the main character, he's earth affinity, and yeah. Garrett, the the his kind of childhood best friend, he's a fire affinity, and you have a wind and a water. And so when you set these different jins on the different characters, if it's an element that's different from your character's base affinity, it can sometimes mix and give them new spells. Yeah. So hey, I've I've got this earth affinity character, and now I've got this water affinity gin. And when they combine, well, now I'm doing like a bunch of weird plant stuff. Like I got I got all these like frenzy plants that I could put out because that's kind of what you get with water and ground. Uh, it's it's a really interesting system, but those those jins are kind of like free spells you get to use whenever because each of those jins has a little power that goes along with them. Like they're they're a single spell whether it does damage, maybe it does damage to the entire team, maybe it just like one of my favorite ones is called gravity and it just holds one character down for a whole turn. It doesn't matter if it's a boss or what. It's just this character is completely out of the the fight for for one turn, so you don't have to worry about them attacking you. Uh and when you when you use those jins, you can't use them again, but they go into like they go into charges per character. And then you can use those charges to power big summons. And those summons will need specific amounts of each type of, of jin that's used. And you, it can be any jin that is used uh, among the team. So if, like my, if my one character uses an earth one, the next one uses a fire one, the next one uses another fire one, and, and so on, well then my first character, when it comes back to his turn, can use a summon that takes one earth and two fire. Even though he didn't use all those jins, they're not all set to him. So you get to find all these crazy summons in the game as well that that look gorgeous, and you get to kind of just use them for free. Because the the jins then the like, the only way to balance it is the jins will have to like take a rest after that, and they can only come back one at a time. So you don't get to just keep recycling your jin powers all the time. But like that is a that is a really cool system that you can play with. And when you're not playing with that system. Then you still have normal spells that take uh, that take from an MP bar on your character, and those spells look really cool. And then you also have your just regular weapons that you're attacking with, and even those weapons have an extra system on it where they can let out a howl, is what the game calls them. And those will have like a regular attack that you do, but then we'll get an extra bonus effect that's just based on some luck stat it's you're, you're not even having to expend any energy to do that it's just occasionally the game will be like hey uh fuck it let's do something cool and your your blade lets out a howl and now just a giant claymore comes out of the sky and yeah. just crashes into all the enemies you go holy shit and that was spells, a basic
2: fucking attack <laughs> and all the spells like the graphical touches and everything it looks really good like for an early gba game
0: it's a, it's a really cool game. I like the puzzle elements when you're outside of battle. It has a little bit of a Zelda feel to that, uh, where you're, you're not just going through a bunch of JRPG combat. You are solving some real puzzles and going through some dungeons and, and doing a lot of interesting uh, movement of pillars and things like that, using the side powers that you have, because like some of them can move or some of them can freeze. Uh, it's, it's a lot of really cool stuff in that game. I, I love it a lot. Here's the question, though, Matt. There were two Golden Sun games on the GBA.
2: And I only played Golden the first Sun, one.
0: <laughs> okay, I have played them both. Golden Sun and Golden Sun the Lost Age. The The story goes that Camelot, software planning, the, the developer of this game, as well as Mario Tennis and some other Mario sports games, um, they meant for this these two games to just be one. And it ended up that the game was already long, and I guess they were running out of time. So what they did is they just ended up splitting it. And... And so when you play the second game, you actually get to put in a code from the first game. And when you start the second game, you actually start with a, with a completely different party from, from the party that you used in the first game. But mm-hmm. eventually, like halfway through the Lost Age, you'll meet up with the original party. And now you'll have this team of eight that you can pick and choose who you want to be on your main party of four and switch them out as you want. And it just, it gets nuts after that because now you have this crazy party with all these people and it's, it's so much fun. I think the first game is probably the better pick here. One, because you played it. And two, I think it's just a little simpler and a little, um, just a little stronger for, for what its concept is. Even if the ending of the game is kind of lame because Mm. it's, purposefully only the halfway point of the game <laughs> that that was the whole deal is we meant to only have this be the halfway point and the game's like well if we're going to make two separate games this just has to be the end of one of them yeah and, i, I and intend so the to play is the, the
2: second game uh because like, like you said it, it's pretty much a continuation and they, they kill build it like it's like oh we'll just make it in like it's such a long movie we'll make it into two two games instead of one
0: yeah it's really good. So uh, we'll, we'll add Golden Sun to the list. Uh, sorry, that was a long explanation. We don't have to talk about Golden Sun until we do that podcast uh, ever again. Matt, what do you got for another game you think belongs on this list? Oh,
2: I, I think we need to talk about Advance Wars. Uh, okay. One, there one were of two the, Advance Wars games. I'm talking about the first one. I, again, okay. I have not played, was it Black uh, Moon Rising? Uh, whatever the... Uh,
0: Black Hole, right. Black Hole Rising.
2: Black Hole Rising. Uh, yeah, I've I've only played the first one, and it's just it's such a great little. Uh, even though it's a game that started out on the Famicom, like never came to America on the NES, but it's just a turn-based uh, art uh, like strategy game where you are uh, building units, uh, taking over bases, and just wiping out the blue uh, characters on the screen. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's like just such little bite-sized fun maps and it it's it's really just a, like a charming strategy game even though it's like paced around war and everything it's it's weird but it's kind of cool
0: yeah you're you're only fighting the blue guys for a little bit because then you get introduced to the other armies as well so yep. you're, you're playing as orange star you're fighting blue moon uh then there's uh yellow comet and green earth i believe yes the other, the other ones I think but so, yeah. yeah you have these four kind of competing armies uh, and then in Black Hole Rising, there's a fifth one called Black Hole, and uh, and you're dealing with those guys as well. They're they're fantastic strategy games. These are by Intelligent Systems, the the people who are also behind Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. And if you've listened to any of these podcasts before, you know that uh, Matt and I are big fans of Fire He's Emblem, fans. big flan- big fans of uh, basically anything Intelligent Systems does, uh, except Code Name: Scene, uh, which uh, we'll forever fight about. We'll forever fight on whether that's a good game or not. I I will staunchly say that it sucks.
2: That uh, Uh, that episode coming after Golden Sun.
0: Yeah, it would have to be after. (laughs) I I don't want to do that to begin with. Um, Yeah, I see. I I tend to probably lean towards Advance Wars Two just because you get some extra units that they introduce the Neo Tanks, which I think are really cool units. Uh, You just get a little bit more out of that game. Mm. But yeah, it, I mean, Advance Wars One is great, and and here's the good news: if you if you haven't played either of these games, you you're about to be able to yeah. play them both because uh, they're they're coming to the Switch. This Advance Wars One and Two. I'll miss that camp. pixel
2: art though. That that pixel art is very nice and holds up well. It's kind of a shame there's no option to, like you could just switch between the two. But I mean, I yeah, that that would
0: be. That would be such a great option for this. Like, it's not—it's not some action game where you need to worry about the physics and oh, it's going to suck if we have to have the same physics from before. And just, I, like, I don't it's think it's game. like just zooming in it.
2: or anything, like doing anything dynamic or anything like no. that. With the 3D engine yeah. to like, you know, you start you initiate a battle and then it zooms in, like Fire Emblem Fates, and it's like this is like part of the map and right. it zooms in on it, and uh, it's just you know, it's the same advanced yeah uh,
0: it does, it does add some voice acting. I know it'll have some some stuff that probably, I guess you couldn't do some of the fanfare that they're going to add um, with with the pixel art. But, man, it, even even if you do get Reboot Camp, I would still encourage people to go back and play the original GBA titles because they are gorgeous. They are, yeah. They're just some really, really good games. I, I think, I mean, I played Advance Wars before I ever knew what Fire Emblem was. But I think I'm now on the Fire Emblem side of the, of the argument just because I really like the RPG elements that, that Fire Emblem gives you, mm-hmm. whereas Advance Wars is a strict turn-based strategy game. Yeah. But I, I, I can't wait to go back to the reboot camp when those come out. So I, I agree, Advance Wars needs to be on this list. Uh, I would probably tend to put two above one, but I'm fine having one on here. Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense. Cool. All right. What's your next pick, Chase? My next pick, I think, I think we'd be remiss. Uh, I mean, I know you you said you haven't played a Pokemon game, but we gotta have mm-hmm. a Pokemon game we on do. here. We We basically have two options. There's Ruby Sapphire Emerald. I think a lot of people would say Emerald was the the best of those those three, being that extra third game. And then you have Fire Red and Leaf Green, which are the the first Pokemon remakes. These are remakes of uh, the original Red and Blue. I. I don't like Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, I like them in that their Pokemon games and I like Pokemon games and they're fine in that, in, fine in that sense. But uh, I find that landmass uh, Hoenn to have just a bunch of water. It has a bunch of slow, terrible water HMs that you have to get. There's dive and surf and waterfall. And I think a whirlpool as well. And I, I it's, it's, that sounds like a small quibble, but you are going on water a lot in that game. And there's so many water HMs that it feels like you have to have a a whole water Pokemon on your team just to have all those dumb HMs. Mm, Yeah. And then you still need somebody had to have surf. Um, It's, it's fine. I like, I like the story. I like a lot of the new Pokemon designs they, they brought in on that generation. But I think for me going back to Kanto seeing, seeing how they updated the original Gen 1 games, Fire Red and Leaf Green are awesome. They are so cool to, to go back and, and play through. And then, even when you get to the end, there's, uh, or almost to the end, you realize they added an entire new quest line in there where you go down to what are called the Sevi Islands. And there are seven islands that have their own little story. And there's some new different Pokemon that you can catch. And once you beat the Elite Four, you realize that. It's not just the 151 that are in this game. They actually put all all the the new Pokemon from Gen 2 and, and Gen 3. Oh, nice. Not all of them, but quite a Most few of them are in there as well. So now you're going out and you're finding the new Pokemon and using them in Kanto. And it was a really, really cool idea. And one that, of course, Nintendo or the Pokemon company has has drilled into the ground at this point of remaking their games. And I would say Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl are probably the uh, the worst... <laughs> uh of of these remakes they've made yet or just the least interesting because I, I think they've done cool things with the other remakes uh, that they just haven't done as much with uh shiny pearl and, and brilliant diamond but fire red and leaf green i had a really good time with i i think they belong on this list over Ruby and sapphire and emerald i know a lot of people really really like emerald but uh this is our list so uh this is what we're gonna do <laughs> nice
2: what do you think, Matt? I think uh, my next game is going to be uh, probably a staple for the GBA. Uh, Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. I don't like The Minish Cap. You don't like The Minish Cap. Do you I think really it belongs like on a Minish top Cap. 25 list, though?
0: Yeah, I guess. Here, here's my problem, is that this is another, this is another Zelda game made by Capcom. It they is, they yes. made the they made the Oracle games, which I love. I think those are two of the best Legend of Zelda games ever made, Oracle of Ages and Oracle Seasons. And then they made Minish Cap for the for the uh, the uh, GBA, and I just didn't find it fun or interesting. I didn't. I hate the gimmick. Zelda games like live and die to me on their gimmick. You know, with Oracle of Ages, it's I'm going back in time. With I have the harp that that goes back in time. with seasons, you have the rod of seasons, and you're changing the seasons as you go. I found those gameplay um, mechanics to be really fun. I hate going to the minish mode where I where link gets small, he can't do much of anything in in this mode. I think it is cool that you have some dungeons that play around with going big and small. and like you have a dungeon that is all small. Mm-hmm. So, like, hey, it's there's another game that does this, too, where you know, you are you get shrunk down, and now you're, you have this whole experience that you know in your head is, this is actually, like, a really tiny thing, and it doesn't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things, but because it has the, the thing that you need in a Zelda game, you have to go and, and do that. And it is kind of cool. I, I have enjoyed games like Micro Machines, where you're racing around the <laughs> the breakfast table and the there are cheerios for the for the track and you're jumping over a plate of waffles or something. I, I do like the idea of being tiny in a big world. I just don't like the mechanics of Minish Cap whatsoever. What do you, what do you like about Minish I, Cap? What's why is this beloved? The here? bit
2: I played, it's just it's nice little Legend of Zelda that is like it adds a little bit more than what Link's Awakening had. Uh, not only because it adds that mechanic of like shrinking down, and adding like you know a build dynamic to the the world itself, but it adds a lot to the lore as well too. Like this is like early, early like Legend of Zelda. It's like what like like the earliest part on the timeline, according to like. Is isn't this
0: around Wind Waker times? Because it has a it does have Toon Link as the it do, it's a tunish yeah. But it Link it, it explains
2: the, why there's like rupees and stuff in in. Uh, Okay. Uh, pots and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's that dynamic. I haven't played a whole lot of it, but what I do did play of it, it's just like, it's a Legend of Zelda game, and it plays great, and it's like, yeah, that's just, like, what I need.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine having it on the list. It's another game that I should probably give another chance to. It's a it's another game I've talked about doing, a Game or Something Go episode before. Uh, not not with you. Not that you wouldn't be a great option for this, <laughs> but uh, I've had another person... Mentioned that they would like to do a Minish Cap episode with me. Uh, I just... I like, I like top-down handheld Zelda games. I really do. I, we, we talked about how much we, we both like A Link Between Worlds in our mm-hmm. 3DS episode. I, I mean, I just told you, I'm a big fan of the Oracle games. If we ever do a Game Boy hand or a Game Boy Color Top 25, those games are definitely going to show up in that list. Um you don't Minish like the cap hat. You don't didn't... like the hat, huh? <laughs> I mean, he
2: is kind of annoying. The third hat's He's pretty cool though. He's what's his name? I, uh, I forget. Uh, let me look that yeah. up. But I you know, for me it's not like uh, uh, the like best Zelda game ever created. Like I definitely put you know, uh Ezlo is the name of the is That's the, right. That's the right. name of the cap and Minish Cap. Uh, but you know, I I wouldn't put it above like uh, Link's Awakening, or even a link between worlds, like those are like probably yeah. like the toppest of tiers of Legend, like Zelda handheld games. Sure. Uh, but yeah, like definitely like, I think it's up there with like Oracle and you know Seasons. Maybe Seasons I put above above, but Ages Ooh, I put uh, with Minishka.
0: A lot of people like Ages more than Seasons. Ah, I'm I'm a like, Seasons fan, so I'm I'm with yeah, you. But that's not the that's not the conventional. Yeah, was I like me. It um all right minish cap can be on here again i'm gonna say it's probably gonna be on the lower end uh, i think that's i i'm not a fan but it is it's the only uh it's the only true new zelda game on the on the gba well we might talk about the other one if we need to uh okay another thing that i think should be on here i'm gonna say we would be remiss if we didn't have the best the actual best launch title for the Game Boy Advance which is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 <laughs> holy shit Matt game, Matt this game is
2: so good it is surprisingly good for a handheld Tony Hawk game especially a launch game too
0: it's it it just really is incredible this was made by Vicarious Visions who worked on on these i mean neversoft obviously worked on the 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 main ones that were on you know Nintendo 64 yeah. and playstation that kind of stuff but uh or was two on 64 uh i can't remember one one was on, was on n64 i don't, I don't two think was. two was on n64 okay they might have moved on by then um this was the only way i had played tony hawk 2 for for an extremely long time actually until the uh until the the remaster the big the big remake <laughs> remaster that came out uh recently um but I this this was this was my Tony Hawk for sure. I, I played the first one; it was fine. Um, I mean, it was more than fine; it was great. But this was the one that got me into Tony Hawk, and I played the hell out of it. I, you know, it is it is an isometric camera angle, so it's it's way different yeah. than what you'd see uh, if you played the home console version. But the levels were were pretty darn accurate to what those games had. Uh, I remember going through the, uh, what's it called? It's not the, the first level. It's like airfield or airport or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a, your hangar. That's what it yep. is. You're, you're going through an, an airline hangar. And it's the same level. It, it has all the same secret spots and all the same, like the, the secret tape is where it, where it is in the main game. It's just that you're playing from this isometric angle and I think they used shadows so well in this game that you don't you don't have the problem that you get with a lot of isometric games where you feel lost on the on the screen where you just like I, I don't know where I am and then like well you that you didn't your depth perception was wrong on this it's like the the, the way they use the shadows in this just made it so you never felt lost uh, it's it's a really well done game it's got it's got Spider Man in it you can you can still get Spider Man. As a secret character, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, totally uh, it's sure. it's
0: just an excellent, excellent game. They they did make a Tony Hawk Pro Skater three for for GBA, and it plays the exact same. But for whatever reason, it's not nearly as fun. I, I think what it is is that a lot of those levels, especially that first one, the Foundry, is so dark that it does have that problem of the shadows. Mm. Like the you don't see the shadows because everything is just so dark in that level. And I didn't I didn't like it nearly as much as I did two, but two I played the hell out of and had, had such a fun time. Uh Rune Glyffberg is my boy. <laughs> I mean, Bob Bob Birdquist is usually my boy, but in that game specifically, Rune Glyffberg, buddy, you uh you, you made that game for me, You're doing airs all the time. It's great.
2: Uh yeah, I only played like a little bit back in the day, like I borrowed a copy from a friend and still like you know, i was just kind of like blown away of like man how'd they fit a fucking tony hawk game on this like handheld device i mean they also
0: work? fit a tony hawk game on the game boy color that's oh that was a yeah that was shit. a third completely different style of tony hawk game i have not played those i can't imagine i they played the good.
2: psp like what tony hawk underground or something like mm-hmm. that you know the ones with and yeah. mangera and everything and it's a storyline and, and that kind of shit and it, it was incredible to me seeing, like, oh, wow, this is just, like, the PS2 and, you know, uh, and was it 360 at the time was almost out at that point or something mm-hmm. like that, too. And just, like, but, like, seeing something, like, unique like the GBA and, like, doing the isometric, like, design and all that stuff, it's, like, it gives it a little bit more personality than something like the totally. PSP did.
0: I mean, that's why I love, that's why I started Gamers on the Go. is because you have <laughs> games like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 that did something different on a handheld machine and and it was made for that and it works so well and i think the reason one of the reasons that the psp and vita to a large extent kind of failed is that a lot of those games were trying to capture the same magic you would get with a with a home console game and a lot of those games just didn't translate over well or the controls don't transfer over well because if you're on a PSP, you don't have the the double triggers like you would on a on a, a dual shot controller, and I I find it not abhorrent. That's too strong a word. I mean, I mean we we did get games like that on the GBA. We, we talked about Super Mario World and the Super Mario Advance yeah. games that are basically just straight ports of the of the SNES games but i just i don't like those either because it's not that they're bad games. They
2: Super Mario World is one of the best games of all time, but it's not like pressing up and jump to do a spin jump in Super Mario World, it just feels wrong. <laughs>
0: totally, totally. And there there's just something about a game that was designed with purpose for a handheld system that i really enjoy. And and i think
1: like uh, looking
0: at a game like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 you absolutely could have tried to do some garbage behind the back thing in the same way that the home console releases did and it probably would have turned out terribly and nobody would have cared but they did the work and it turned out really awesome and and that's what I love about about uh, this about, about these games about, about handheld gaming in general um, so that's, that's just a really cool yeah. thing to me Anyway, sorry. Matt, it is your turn. You've got another thing to
2: nominate. Oh, let's let's pull this Band-Aid off. Uh, Chase, I confided with you yesterday while I was streaming that I've never played mm. WarioWare Twisted. And the only WarioWare yeah. game I've played is WarioWare Inc. Mi- Mega Micro Games. Uh, You're the one who's twisted here, uh, buddy. Should we just put both on the list? Because they seem... No! They seem both, like, very different games, though. Like,
0: they... Yeah, one is better than the but other. But
2: one is like that's, like all done different. like correct me if I'm wrong, but like one is just using tilting left and right.
0: Uh it's not just tilting. It's There's it's a little you're tilting a, and, a hitting, and, left and and hitting okay, some buttons. Okay,
2: okay. Uh-huh. Well, I yeah. mean like the first one just takes like the concept of using the directional button and then pressing A like here, here's the deal, Matt. I love the first game. I love first game. It's is so great. good. Those, it's so fucking the good. The micro games are uh,
0: micro games are smart. The presentation I, too
2: for each of the levels. It's like it's got that sure. personality. Like I played the GameCube version a lot, and that personality is just not there. Unfortunately, no. It's great for multiplayer it, it, because it, you have just like if you have a wave bird and like a big TV, you can just throw the controller around the room and have a ball with like people who are like, "What the fuck is this game?" and have them laugh at it. Uh, Game Boy, you can toss the Game Boy around, but it's like it's on a small screen, and you know it's it's you know not the same. as like that big mode on a TV, but still, like all these mini games, and micro games are just like, and the presentation behind them all is so fun and funny.
0: The I mean the port the portable warrior games are warrior, warrior games are the only ones that matter in my <laughs> eyes. Uh, I don't like smooth moves can go straight. To I, I thought smooth. Uh, moves I, I, right. I I hear the smooth moves is fine, but I. Uh, Especially this this first kind of trilogy of them, yeah. Mega Micro Games, Twisted and mm-hmm. Touched, uh, Touched for the DS. I don't know. Did we? I can't remember if we put that on our list. Or... I think we did. I played it. And I, I would remember it, but I'd be shocked if we didn't. Yeah. Like that. That was a. That was definitely a, a fun a fun game. But Twisted, I think, is the best mm. Warrior War game. It's one of the best games of all time, in my opinion. It is. It was so inventive. There was an accelerometer in the damn cartridge.
2: <laughs> I mean, and... they did that with uh, Kirby Tilt and Tumble on the GB. Cu- they color. did. Uh, yeah, can't, which you is uh, play it on is... a Game Boy Advance SP though, because it's at the bottom of the mm-hmm. the carports at the they, bottom. They and... thought
0: of, they thought about it with this yes, though. They did. Where when you start the game, it actually says like how you need to calibrate the game. And it would say, like, hey, or, it would ask you, are you on a GBA SP, is it on the bottom? Or are you on a regular GBA, is it on the top? Um, which, which makes it work just fine when I'm playing it on an analog pocket. Like, it's, it's fine, yeah, I'm right on the top. Let's, <laughs> that's, let's play let's play the game. Are you a top or a bottom?
2: WarioWare Twisted. <laughs> of
0: course, WarioWare would ask yep. that. Um, twi- <laughs> Twisted is also, I think, the, the way that it's structured mm. Is better than Mega Micro Games. Mega Micro Games, for whatever reason, I, I actually kind of got lost. It didn't feel like there was uh, a progression as well. I need to go back and try it again to, to know that I wasn't being crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I felt like like Twisted just had them kind of like you just go right through. You have this set of levels and then you have this set of levels and you just kind of keep going mm-hmm. and going. Whereas I remember Mega Micro Games kind of uh, giving you too many options like there's levels that, there's that and like then like, like
2: little other mini games like the jump rope thing like how many jump ropes can okay. you do in in yeah. one go we'll unlock as you progress further up on this like tower of elevators and like you know like i said the gamecube one it has those elevators and that's it like you just keep going up floor by mm-hmm. floor and that's that's like the whole bit in the first uh, Game Boy Advance game, it's like, oh, you're in the car with uh, I forget what's the dog and cat's name, uh, but you're like, oh, uh, you're driving around with them, and the music like fades on the radio, like as it's raining, and you see this great color splash with the windshield wipers going, and the radio turning mm-hmm. down, in like this haze, like you're in like just like in this taxi cab at night, uh, or you're Mona and you're just trying to outrun the police by throwing banana peels at them. Like, Absolutely. like all that, like I mean, twisted twist has that too. There. Like
0: between between the levels, you definitely get that. that personality. And that's why I'm going to well, say I... we should
2: probably put Twisted on there. If it has that personality and it has that we should, we that very cool twisted. gimmick, <laughs> I do want to ask though, Chase, do you think we would have the Wii without WarioWare Twisted?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we I think we still would.
2: I, th- I feel like that I, is like because they had that accelerometer in the cart built in. Way before the Wii mm-hmm. came out, it kind of like kind of like t- tilted like the R and D department to be like, we could do something with this.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I think, I mean, you, you mentioned it that there was Tilt and Tumble that came before. It's not like yeah. nobody had thought of accelerometers in in video games before. Um, I could definitely see the success of War You Were Twisted giving nintendo the green light of like okay this is still this is still a good idea we should we should keep making that um and and the ds has an accelerometer built into the system itself mm-hmm. so i think i think if anything well, 3ds does. that's probably
2: the does the ds no have... i don't think the ds does not have one i am huh. pretty sure i know the 3ds does because you okay. can play pretty much while you gold you can play every single micro game that has come out from like the first one twisted Touch. yeah uh it's got gold's
0: gold's weird because when you combine them all it makes them i mean i know it it separates them out it's like hey you could play some twisted ones here but it's not all the twisted Mm -hmm. ones so it feels i don't know it's It's a nice smathering of everything
2: it's one of my favorites but yeah i I really need to get twisted uh i wish i could stream it like i could i could plug it into my gamecube and move my gamecube around while i stream playing you can you absolutely uh, could. People have done that. It's fantastic. I could also, like I think there are ways you can just use the uh uh we didn't bring it up, but the accessory, the Game Boy Advance G B uh game uh GameCube cable, link cable. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure you can like play it as using a controller as well too, in some instances. Man, uh, maybe on the uh I the I think game I Boy only use that
0: for Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh I used it for Wind Waker. Uh. Uh and uh, sure yeah four swords on the GameCube. <laughs> okay, so WarioWare Twisted? Yeah, uh, yes, I I I, yeah. I have not played it, but I think I agree with you just based on its like novelty. As much as I adore Mega Micro Games, uh, for its like being the first and its originality and its presentation, uh, yeah, play both if you can.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely play both. But I, I think if you had to just play one, Twisted mm-hmm. is is just so so very cool and and not that mega micro games isn't it's but there's a there's a whole I, twisted is the one that that made me realize that warrior wear could be a a thing going mm-hmm. on uh whereas mega micro games is like oh this is a fun game but It's like oh this is a cool series now when you see twist come out and you go oh, they they actually have yeah. a lot of
2: cool I, i've seen that around that card around and i'm just like i should have nabbed it when i had the chance
0: Mm-hmm. you
2: absolutely <laughs> should have
0: <laughs> you'll fix that I someday. Will. um okay matt we we've mentioned advanced wars we gotta have a fire emblem game on this list as yep. well there were three of them although there were only two that came to north america fire emblem 6 the binding blade you would know it as the one with roy in it if you like your smash brothers yep. um but because of Marth's success in Smash Brothers, that's why we got seven here. Yes, which doesn't feature Marth, nor does it feature Roy. It doesn't feature any of the people. But people heard what Fire Emblem was based on Smash Brothers, so they're like, "All right, let's put a Fire Emblem out there." And that see
2: was if me, they like it. 100% me. Like hearing, like, what's And it was his not name, me. Fire Emblem. Who are these two characters? Oh, it's a strategy game that's been out in Japan forever. Why the fuck haven't they put air? here? Oh, it's coming to the Game Boy. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I also asked the question, "Who are these characters and where'd they come from?" Um, but then I just totally missed that that this game uh, came out on the uh, on the Game Boy Advance, um, so I didn't play Fire Emblem Seven, uh, which here it was just called yeah. Fire Emblem. In, in Japan, it was called Fire Emblem, the Blazing if Blade. If you think Final Fantasy actually... numbering
2: back in the day was confusing, they've <laughs> retconned that and everybody's clear. Fire Emblem is the new Final Fantasy.
0: Yeah, uh, and Fire Emblem is, uh, let's see, it, Fire Emblem 7 is actually a prequel to Fire Emblem exactly. 6. Exactly, it's
2: just like, oh my goodness.
0: Uh, unnecessarily confusing, but okay. Um, Fi- Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem 7. Is a really good game. I played it for the first time. I don't know, like four, three, four years mm. ago. It's like somewhat recently. Definitely not when the GBA was a thing. And I just missed out. My first Fire Emblem game was Shadow Dragon on mm-hmm. the uh, on the DS, and I I didn't <laughs> like the way it looked, and I had some real bullshit happen on the final stage, and I ended up just not liking it much at all and it wasn't until awakening that i became a real Fire Emblem fan and now have gone back and played a lot of the old
2: such stuff. a weeb now
0: um yeah <laughs> I, I am uh seven's great i i enjoy seven i like the idea of the the three main characters that they have in there you have elliwood who is the the father to roy uh you have lynn or lindis depending on translations or where you yep. see it um, and then you have Hector, who's the, the big guy with an axe. Uh, Hector. I think it was the first time that you had a, a, a protagonist who wielded anything except mm-hmm. a sword, because that was always the deal with Fire Emblem characters. Is like, oh, they were always sword guys, and or on occasion, girl. Um, but this time, it's like, hey, you know, you have a guy with an axe. That's your that's one of your main guys. So that was pretty cool. I I think Seven's a really strong game. I prefer eight, okay. though the, the next one, the Sacred Stones. I like the dual protagonists they have there, and in fact, those protagonists sometimes split off, and you have to choose one one way mm. or the other to go with them before they might meet back up. Um, it gives it a little bit more replayability than than seven. It's also a little bit easier. It's uh, it's it's. Uh, I think it's an easier way to jump into the series for for new mm. players. And it also has uh, replayable chapters. You can grind in, in oh, this cool. game where you can't in 7. 7 yeah. is just a, like you play chapter 1 and then you play chapter 2. Um, but in this one, you actually find some, some enemies on the field and you can grind your characters up. And I like that system as somebody who really likes Awakening. So I like the idea of, of being able to really level up my team and, and have a good time that way and really get that role-playing idea of building a character mm. and, and doing cool stuff with them. So I, I tend to prefer 8. Um, also, you know, it came out a little bit later, so it has slightly nicer presentation. <laughs> uh, it's uh, All the GBA Fire yeah, games are really you cool. You can't
2: go wrong with any of them, I think. I've only played 7 the most. Uh, you saw me play a little bit of 8 the other day uh mm-hmm. yeah my edge would go towards seven though i can understand like eight being like like it puts you right in the middle of the political intrigue like right away seven you start out with lynn and it's very more low-key you're actually a character in it and like are the tactician yeah that's a, uh that that's a weird pals one. along yeah. which is kind of cool and they would evolve that into like robin in uh awakening uh and things like that so it's like yeah. mm, I yeah it, I'll I'll defer to you which which one do you think we should have on this list because to me it's seven because uh, <laughs> that's the one I played the most of.
0: Yeah, I, I think you'd have a lot of people who say seven. I I just had a much better time playing mm. eight, and eight holds a, a a more special place in my heart. So I'd really like to see us have sacred stones. Okay, we'll
2: put sacred seven. stones then.
0: All right. While I'm writing this, why don't you tell me the next game that you think needs oh, to be Oh,
2: I think it's time for. Uh which of the Castlevanias should we address? Uh Here here's
0: the deal, Matt. You get to pick. I get to pick. I think I've I think I've played at least one hmm. of them. Uh you know that this is not my genre. Yeah. I I'm not a Metroidvania fan. We we somewhat recently did our Metroid uh Samus Returns episode of Gamers on the Go. I still just don't like those games. I, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, I like Castlevania better than I like Metroid.
2: Okay, that's fair.
0: I did buy that Castlevania Advance collection on the I bought Switch,
2: the... Uh, which the, seems... Like I said, I have the first cart still of Circle of the Moon, and I bought the other two on Wii U. Sure. Um, like like a year ago, just to try them out. And I I, I, th- I probably would say, like, the general consensus, and I agree with it, is Aria of Sorrow, the third one in that, uh, that line, is probably the best one. Like... What are the general differences so, between circle, the games? like they're pretty. I much... mean, they're, they're they're new. They're different castles, different stories, yeah. all that
0: stuff. I'm sure different main characters yep. too. But what what's kind of going on? So like
2: there are different like uh, uh, combat modes for uh, each of them. I think Aria has the most like variations. Uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly was the uh, big twist on that one. I know in Circle of the Moon it's the card system where cards would randomly drop some certain enemies which is kind of it's like, especially with the original cart and the, the the drop rates they had on that original version can be like just horrendous like you will be grinding forever to get the right card that you need so mm. you can combine them to get you know, it would add fire to your whip or give you like this poison miasma that would spread around you and damage enemies, things like that and it's all really cool uh, the biggest downfall of that other than being like the drop rates for those is the color palette like there's a lot of like purple uh uh enemy projectiles on black backgrounds that you will not see especially Uh. on that original gba screen uh even on the sp it's a little hard uh to see those uh projectiles coming uh they definitely matt i
0: played i played one that had uh like a mirror thing was a
2: gimmick okay is that, was that a GBA uh, one? A mirror thing had a... Or was that a it DS one? It might have one? been the DS. It's like you were going through a bunch of mirrors. That was yes, I think that was Portrait of Ruin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because that, that has did. like a main castle hub, and then you go through portraits, and then it's like you go through different levels, and you have the twins that switch between. Got it. Uh, yeah, that one, uh, yeah, that's the DS one. Uh, then I might not have played <laughs> a GBA one.
0: <laughs> now that I'm thinking about
2: it. So, yeah, it, yeah it's
1: it's totally... I, I like
2: about. Circle of the Moon. I don't know if I would put it in the, a top 25 on this list when there's the other two. Like Harmony of Dissonance, people, like, rag on it because, oh, while well, they fix, like, you know, making enemies stand out more in their projectiles and things, and even the character by, like, outlining them, giving them brighter colors. Uh, everyone, like, decries the music in that game. Like, it's just... It's not as good as, like, other GBA tunes because they changed how they did the, uh like, how the hardware and software work with the, the sound chip. I, it, you know, the GBA does not have the best sound chip. That, that's nothing to, to write home about. But I don't know. I think the tunes yeah. sound fine and, you know, playing a bit of it. Uh It's a bit interesting. Like, instead of having the card system, it's now having your... uh uh, what, what your sub weapon is now tied to having like uh, certain powers, like ice powers, for example, is when you u- unlock early on. And depending on what item you get, like the uh, dagger or the ax or the holy water, it will change. Uh, and I'm trying to remember what area of sorrow is. I know I said like that. Uh, I think it was, it was something to do with souls and like collecting them and all like it, there were different combinations uh within that game so you would get different uh like the bat soul mixed with like one of the skeleton souls i think would give like different power combinations and it just gave you so much uh it takes place in the future it's just it's a lot oh, it's a okay. lot cooler uh for like a castlevania game uh and i think it plays the best too they have the backslide harmony and dissonance like use the l and r buttons to either forward slide or backslide which is is kind of nice in this one they kind of just keep it to like that traditional like backslide maneuver to dodge and things like that. So I think out of the 3 of these not to, you know, laboring for, I think of Sorrow. that is the Castlevania game you should play on the Game Boy okay. Advance. Like all three are, are really good. Uh now that sure. there are a lot more Metroidvanias out there, I would say like, you know, some of them might be worth more of your time than others. Uh and just, you should try at least one of these Castlevania GBA games.
0: How many uh, Castlevania games have reused words? Like, because uh, <laughs> I, 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 you mentioned Aria of Sorrow, yep. and I know there was Dawn yep. of Sorrow, which we've we've talked about before. That was their way of trying to get yep. DS into the subtitle. Uh, has that happened with anything else? I'm
2: trying to think. Uh, let's see. There was uh, Castlevania. Was it Shadow of Darkness on uh, the man? That's going to be a longer list. Than I can think of because man, there was like, <laughs> all right. Maybe, games, maybe, that's, the N64 maybe that's for games, another time. <laughs> uh, the un, un the unreleased Dreamcast game. Uh... I mean, because it's usually like
0: it, it is like this one. It is musical term, uh, and then like some some sort of dark mm-hmm. word. So like aria of sorrow, symphony yep. of the night. Like that's that is how the at least for the, the Game Boy ones. Like because then you
2: had portrait goes. of ruin. Uh, Order of uh...
0: yeah, a por- portrait's not really a musical no. term, but anyway, maybe that, maybe that's something we can do another time when we <laughs> talk about one of these Castlevania games. Um, Matt, I know you probably also agree with this. Uh, there needs to be a Kirby game on the uh, there should be, list of GBA and games. I only
2: played one of them, but I can't remember which one I played because it was so long ago.
0: Uh, well, I can I can help you out here. Uh, did you have fun playing?
2: I... I played a little bit and then returned it to my friend because I wasn't really mm. feeling Kirby games at the time.
0: Then you probably played Kirby and the Amazing Mirror because I think that game sucks. That,
2: that might have been it. Which one was the first one that was released? Uh, Kirby Nightmare. I think Dream that's World. the one I played because that was the one that was out at oh, the time.
0: Well, then, then that game's good. Ah. But we also have an interesting question here. Uh, I mean, it's not so much of an interesting question. We we kind of laid it with the ground rules before. Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland is a remake of Kirby's Adventure, okay. yep. I think.
2: No, that, that uh, sounds familiar. so.
0: It is. It's technically not new, but it is a full from the ground remake. Uh, so i I think it. I think it is okay for this list. I'm not saying we should disqualify it. Uh, also, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I just really, really didn't yeah. like that. That game has a bunch of different colored Kirby's. That kind of. Uh, have AI controls with them, and I—they're—they're they're dumb. <laughs> they're just so dumb, and they just keep bouncing around. You know when um, when you're playing spelunky and you get the uh, the hired mm-hmm. hands. It's just like you have three other hired hands that are bouncing around, doing a bunch of weird bullshit. Sometimes they'll take powers, and now they have powers that they'll occasionally use. It's just—it's a lot of ridiculous garbage. Uh, and some, there's other times where you have to like kite those other Kirbys, like it's a lemmings mm. kind of game and you need to kite them to get them to specific places. I just didn't have a lot of fun with it at all. Um, I, I prefer Kirby games where you just play as a single Kirby. I also did not like Kirby's Mass I was going to say, Attack, uh, Kirby's um, Mass Attack, the
2: di- the Mass Attack disappointed me because you don't see a bunch of Kirbys dancing at the end of the level.
0: Yeah. One, one Kirby at a time, please. And for my money, uh, Nightmare in Dreamland is a really, really fun game. It's got it's got a lot of different powers and I think the coolest thing is that I think if I'm not mistaken this is the first time that your uh, your copy abilities have multi- have move sets not just okay. a single move like in Kirby's Dream Land 2 if you suck up the fire mm-hmm. guy you get to do your little fireball and that's the only thing that Kirby does but in this one I think this is the first one where you know you get the sword power up and now you can slash, or you can do like a like an up slash, or do like a dive dive down with the, the sword. You actually have multiple moves mm. that you can do with Which is now. Stay
2: like Kirby games.
0: Totally, totally, and uh, I, I think it's it's just a really good game. It's really colorful. It's really bright. It's uh, it's it's good. It's real good. <laughs> so uh, yes, Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland totally belongs in our top. We'll 20 put it class. on
2: there. What's next, Matt? Um, Chase. What are your thoughts on Final Fantasy Tactics Advance?
1: So,
0: it's a game I should love, right? I I like Final Fantasy. I like tactic. I like turn-based tactics. How how, how
2: much do you like following the rules and punishment?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I don't love Tactics <laughs> Advance, uh, but but to be fair, I don't. I don't feel like I've given a real chance to any of the tactics games. I, I haven't even played the first tactics game. I think the only mm. tactics one I have played is yeah. advanced. The first
2: game is, is um, it's brutally hard. Like, it, I still have yeah. not completed that one. And
0: But also, like, really yeah. broken? Like, isn't that the one where you can get, like, time yeah, mages? Can, or not the time mages, like, calculators or something every, like that? Where JRPG you can just JRPG
2: from that era is broken in some way.
0: Well... I, I remember the first title fantasy tactics being super yeah. broken in that there were ways to manipulate something where like any, any character's got like a five in their HP, like instantly dies. If you do something on your turn correctly and it just sounds yeah. nuts. Oh, does that happen? Uh, I forget.
2: But in this one, it's, yeah, it's more of like, uh, this one takes place. You start with a yeah, snowball fight. That's the tutorial level, which everyone remembers. It's, it's pretty cute and it's neat. And mm-hmm. everybody gets sucked into a storybook. And uh, they're sent to Ivalice, uh, the, like, setting for Vagrant Story in Final Fantasy XII. And uh, sure. the enemies, uh, the main bad guys in in XII uh, are, like, the judges in Final Fantasy Tactics that dictate rules for every little battle map that you go on. Mm. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. But,
2: yeah, the bit I played of it, it's, it's a great tactics game, I think. Like, if you're okay with, okay. like, dealing with certain rule sets and rolling with the punches... You will be a pig and shit. Like this is like a like addictive little tactic space turn based strategy game. Uh, is it better than the original? I don't. I don't know. I, I still need to play both the original a little bit more, this one, and then the the DS uh, sequel Tactics Advance 2, A2 or whatever. Uh, yeah, if, yeah. There's yeah. just but like everybody like it, it harps on it because it was the first to come out here in the US. But the job system is where this game really shines it gives you that customizability for giving you a base palette like character to play as and then just what do you want to create like do you want to be a beast master do you want to be an archer do you want to be a red mage do you want to be a black mage do you want to be a fighter do you want to be a thief and you can like you have the ability to set that path however you want as the player
0: i do love a good job system as you are well aware um yeah I'm fine having it here. It's it's not that I don't... I want to like this game. So I'm fine having it in, in the 25. I just... I wish I had more passion about it one way or the other. And, and I just don't. Which is probably mostly from not having played enough of it to, to really know for sure. Um,
2: Mario & Luigi Super Surf Saga be I agree I played uh, a little bit of that back in the day and played more of it recently and it is it's pretty hilarious
0: Yeah uh, It's uh you know there it's we had we had Mario RPGs kind of split yeah. off at one point There's so a divergence we had Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars for the for mm-hmm. the Super Nintendo which uh, a very well-loved game I guess maybe not at the time. Oh no, it
2: was very well loved and at the time. Realized the like, thing. Yeah, it was, it was it? a big okay, seller. Okay.
0: Um and then we kind of went you know, in one direction we got mm-hmm. Paper Mario. And that became the new RPG with Mario in it. And I love yeah. Paper Mario. Don't get me wrong. In fact it's I love Paper Mario way more than the Mario and Luigi games, but um, and then they've done me wrong. Like combining the two. <laughs> so 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 much recently. Um but Paper Mario and uh, Thousand Year Door, I think, are are absolutely fantastic mm. RPGs. Uh, and then the the Game Boy Advance had the Mario and Luigi series, or started the the series, and then they kept going with the DS yep. and 3DS, uh, and now they're dead. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but th- this game was really cool. It has that same kind of hit the button at the right time during combat to, to block or or jump over when you're, when you're yeah. Or jump over stuff. Uh, in fact, I think they do a lot of really cool stuff with that system of letting you do a bunch of, uh, a bunch of context sensitive. And it depends
2: like who they're attacking Mario or Mr. Green. Uh, yes mm-hmm. uh, so you have to like stay on your toes and you know there's also like you get the bonus damage if you jump on an enemy's head at the right you know the very right second Yep. Uh, there's a lot of puzzles that you have Mario and Luigi they're both like a different button press like Mario is usually A or if you switch Mario, Luigi to the front he's A and then mm-hmm. the opposite is B like it, it's a really neat game but
0: then you get these combo things as well where it's like okay now Mario can stand on Luigi's yep. head and if he does that he gets like a big bounce or something or uh, or if they go the other way and luigi's on top he can put his arms out for a helicopter kind of thing um it, it's a lot of really cool things yeah. that are in that game and also the writing the top great it's uh extremely funny and fun game the fact that like the, uh, Gino, the adventure i believe shows up yeah. in this uh, he?
2: does he i forget Ah, oh, shit
0: I think I think he's like in the corner on a single level. There and you go. Can, you can see him and talk to him, and it's like, there oh, you go, hey, stands. they kind of remember. And then that's, that's I, I that's also all Gino's like,
2: like got. that Mario and Luigi are like they have a passport and a travel luggage, so they're on this like adventure going around, and also being like like sightseers almost, like tourists. Uh, like that's like just a little neat little little twist to mm-hmm. it. It also gets like right into the game too. Like a lot of the things with mm-hmm. like these handle games, like. One thing that irks me a lot is like just get get me into the game please like I'm on a handheld I want to start playing a game right away and some of like some games like take like a good like ten fifteen minutes just to get into like playing and you know getting sure. into something uh, Super Mario uh, uh, Mario and Luigi superstar saga it pretty much like gets you right in into the game like there's a quick cutscene and then suddenly you're in a battle against Bowser uh, kind of like Super yeah mario RPG. And, and
0: but bowser isn't well, the main he enemy helps in this you game, out which is also uh, a breath of fresh air and you know even in later mario and luigi games like, he'll he'll absolutely yeah. be an ally not not a, uh, not a surprise for
2: like and, and... if you played super mario rpg but still right right
0: but uh there's it's mario and luigi super short saga is a, is a really neat thing i didn't ever beat it i got stuck in the uh in like a uh, an ice mm. kind of temple which is i think it's in a pretty later stage of the game but uh I, I think it's a really inventive game it led to a lot more inventive games with partners in time and bowser's inside mm, story especially inside
2: story that's such a uh, good then, like concept for the 3ds yes, uh, for I, the ds i hear so
0: much good stuff about that uh i've played dream team and that mm. one's okay especially if you love uh, luigi paper jam yeah, oh and I do love Luigi. Mr Green um, Mr. Green. I love
2: I, that that running joke I too. Holy shit. That's so great. <laughs> it's like Mr. Burns. And I didn't love Homer Paper Simpsons, Jam as much. Like Bowser like never sees Luigi or anything and doesn't know who he <laughs> is. Like, okay, Mr. Green.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's a fun time. So that that game definitely belongs on here as well. Even though I probably wouldn't have it super high hmm. on our list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of what it's doing. So what is next, Matt? We've we've got how many games do we have here? We've got one, two, three, four.
2: about ten, right?
0: Twelve. Like Twelve oh, man. on this list so far. We're we're kind of near man, the halfway Jesus. point, which is <laughs> I think I think we're getting well. Yeah, we should probably speed up uh, and not just have to explain every yeah. game all the time. And and maybe we'll do that with these these kind of potentially lesser games. Uh, I think we've hit on. A lot of the ones that obviously yep. need to be well, on here. Well, I'll go
2: with a heavy hitter um, next, just because to, to get this out. Okay. Metroid Fusion. That has to be on this list.
0: If you, if you say so.
2: Over Over Zero mission for you, you did. Matt. Okay, Matt, that's Matt. fair. That that was easier <laughs> than I thought <laughs> it was going to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I I understand that one of them belongs on here. I, I mean,
2: to uh, me, Metroid Fusion is fine. the best Metroid game still. Like, I even after playing I, Dread, I know after, you love it. You know, playing like. All the others, it's 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 amazing. It's such an amazing little handheld game with the story, the moments, the just the setup and everything. I think it's incredible. It, everyone should play Metroid Fusion.
0: I did play I it. I didn't like it. like it. uh But I'm you know, I'll convince you one I'm of these days. I'm fine with it being on <laughs> I know no, you I
2: won't. won't. You, you, really <laughs> won't. You, you really
0: won't. You. We, we did the samus returns that was no we did one, fusion as well too it's, it's over now yeah but well, i don't you like did an
2: Phoenix. episode on that so i'm thankful I... for that <laughs> oh god we already did the episode we You're should right. well Jesus we should do a revisit oh. that if your memory's so hazy
0: no we shouldn't
2: god. we should do metroid fusion versus zero mission
0: and oh, oh, i've played i've done too many episodes <laughs> This game <laughs> podcast it's not it's not the worst though the worst is that i've actually done two episodes on pokemon yep. black and white the, the and i did i just forgot that you did that that i had already done an episode <laughs> and so i just did it again
2: and, and, and i don't want to sell sell zero mission short <sighs> zero mission is a great like it, absolutely one of the best metroid games maybe maybe even one of the second best metroid games out there Uh, but like it's a retelling of one like the first game and I do I like what they added especially at the end but I don't know I just I like the pacing of fusion a lot more I like the story I like the setup and both games like oh they tell you where to go in fusion and like they do the same thing in in zero mission as well too just a lot less tact and a lot less like environmental storytelling and yeah just metroid fusion is just the, the way to go for me Okay. Um. I. Here,
0: here's the thing, Matt. I love Mario Golf mm. and Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Color.
2: Are you gonna only choose one? They are
0: some of my favorite games of all time. Are you only gonna choose huh? one? Well, no. Here's the thing. I I love the Game oh, Boy well, Color, the color. Yes. Yes. I. I have barely put any time into either of mm-hmm. the advanced titles, and I don't know why. I don't know why that is because they're they're the same there's they're the same kind of RPGs that the same hey you're at an academy or whatever I like it's it's not like the the Mario Golf and Mario tennis games that we've gotten since then that have either dropped the RPG stuff entirely or made it completely weak or just have you controlling Mario characters instead of having these original characters uh, that the, that the GBA mm-hmm. and Game Boy Color games do. I don't know why I haven't played. The uh, for golf it's Mario Golf Advance Tour, and for tennis it's uh, uh, Mario Tennis Power. Or I something? forget.
2: Uh, I have not played either of these. I think I I uh, chalk it up to like like power Tour. Uh, Just burnout. Like you played played a Mario Golf and a Mario Tennis game, and even though they like have yeah. like the same things and there's an RPG mode, you played it before, and you're just like, I don't need to play the next one.
0: I think for me, it's more the mm. graphics. I just, I did not, even though they're definitely more detailed on the GBA, I didn't, I didn't like them as much as the Game Boy Color. If I wanted to play more Mario Golf, I'd go back to the, my Game Boy mm. Color game and play that one instead.
2: I we, would too. E- even I, still. I love that Game Boy Color I th- game. I
0: think. It is. It's so good. I, and I didn't even realize they made a second yeah, Mario Golf. Yeah, I heard you talk about this. Uh, on the Game Japan, Boy Color. Or... Yeah, Japan only, and it's not. It doesn't have any Mario branding, but Camelot definitely made a, a second game that is exactly like Mario Golf. I need to play that one. Um, even still, I think that the golf game needs to be on our mm. top twenty-five. Uh, tennis is also very good. I mean, you could kind of just put them I together mean, if, if I have you to want pick to. one or the other. I am
2: more of a video game golfist than I am a, a tennis player in in those regards.
0: And I think golf lends itself a little better to uh, a handheld machine than, than tennis does. Uh, I mean, again, they're both fine. I don't think they both need to be on our list of 25. I don't need them taking up two spots. But in your mind, if you're out there listening to this episode and go, I like Power Tour better than Advanced Tour. Good. Fine. Then, then you, in your brain, can say the tennis game we put on here instead. But I think we're going to put Mario Golf Advanced Tour on, on this list.
1: You're oh, up, Matt.
2: i say uh, next a good one is Wario Land 4. A, okay. A...
0: You want to yeah, talk through that a little bit? Yeah, it's an
2: extremely solid platformer that kind of twists. Uh, I can't remember if 3 was the one that started this, but, like, War- Wario does take damage in the game on certain things, but there are enemies, mm-hmm. like, say, you get stung by a bee. You suddenly puff up, and you start floating away uh, to get to other parts of the levels. Yep. Or a anvil falls on you or something heavy falls on you. And now you suddenly are like squashed and you have to walk across something. I think that was, maybe that was in three or something like that. Uh, it might've been even in two. Was that in uh, the, uh, started in two. Uh, yeah. I don't but, remember. Man, this game is just like, it looks gorgeous. It's mostly like you run to a level, you get the key and then you have to run back to the entrance sort of thing that's, you know, my that's problem what with you don't it. like about it it's, it's like uh, the, the loop back i
0: i love i love going through and finding the key and playing with all the different mechanics with with wario hey he doesn't take damage like mm-hmm. like you'd expect a, a, a protagonist to take damage and you actually want to get hit by certain things to get get those effects going on to you uh it is that hey Every level is the end of Metroid. That's the thing I don't like: is that <laughs> hey, you got the thing, and now yeah, you have to run out of here. Timers. Like, I don't. I just don't like timers to begin with, and I didn't love it here. It is. That being said, it's a. It's an incredibly gorgeous game. the The art, the pixel art is is to, yeah, just it's top notch. Like
2: getting, like get, like that, like little, like uh, like he oh. goes down a drain, kind of uh, getting sucked into the level effect. Uh, it's so good. it's such a great game yeah um
0: i'm i i'm inclined to put a sonic advance game on here
2: i have not played any of the sonic advance games unfortunately they're how how are they better than the game gear games well yeah but better than sonic adventure one and two
0: well those are a completely different thing (laughs)
2: <laughs> um there's sonic games i'm just going i'm just going off the franchise so face. i i think better if, than sonic spinball better than robotnik's yes. mean bean machine no come on let's not oh, be crazy okay. don't, no, be, don't okay, be nuts okay. here what are you talking
0: about <laughs> um sonic advance is it's a it's a weird trilogy the the first game is like these are these are 2d traditional sonic games didn't and... they make four of them no, because then when the DS came, they made Sonic Rush, and that was that's a new true. a new series of Sonic Rush games that had
2: different and those characters. Th- they're, they're, those are not good. Uh, I mean,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know all that well. There's there's mm-hmm. Blaze the Cat. Played, depends depends yeah. on how much you like Blaze the Cat. I guess so.
2: Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. um, Sonic Sonic Advance. I, I think if we're gonna pick
0: one here, Sonic Advance Two is probably the best one. Uh, okay. Sonic Sonic Advance is fine. Uh, Amy is a playable character. And that's kind of interesting. Except she can't go into the spin ball, like other characters can. Uh, she can't do a spin dash, and she's got a hammer. And it's she's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Uh, I think some of the level design you, Sonic games kind of come in one of two flavors. You have two mm. uh, D Sonic games anyway. You have uh, platforming heavy Sonic games, or you have speed heavy Sonic games.
1: Yeah. And
0: one is definitely a platform heavy Sonic game. And I kind of don't like that, because to me, Sonic is about speed, and if you're not... I I would rather have more simplistic level design that I'm just blowing through, because that Mm -hmm. feels more like a Sonic game to me, than one where I have to stop and do a bunch of weird platforming. That's a Mario game to me. That's... What what are we doing here? You're (laughs) Sonic. The whole idea is that you go fast.
2: Yeah, Um, go fast.
0: Sonic Advance 2 ups the speed stuff immensely. They are more simplistic levels, but they added this, uh, this mechanic... Where, it's not even really a mechanic, it's more just like a cool effect. Where if you're going fast enough, if you're running fast enough, you start to get after images of oh, the nice. of the character that, that's kind of going behind you. So um, like a
2: blurring effect. Yeah, it's got this 3D game.
0: cool blur to it. It looks really cool. It makes you feel like you're going extremely fast. It also introduces the character of Cream the Rabbit, who, you know, it's another one of Sonic's friends who cares... But uh, she's she's got an ability to fly and kind of glide. She's like she's like knuckles meets tails in her in her moveset, which is pretty darn powerful. Uh, and she also has a chow uh, that you might re- remember from Sonic Adventure yep. One and Two. Um, and this Chow name is named Cheese, and Cheese is an appropriate name because it is so easy to Beat all the bosses with cream because she can throw out cheese and just send cheese to do an attack. And so she just kind of stands back and you throw cheese at the at the at the bosses and does damage to them. And you're not <laughs> you're not taking any damage because you're not you know, you're not like Sonic where you have to get up close and personal and hit things. Um, Sonic Advance Two is pretty cool. Uh, Advance Three tries to kind of combine the two, and I don't think it works all that well. Uh, two Two I think is the best of the bunch. Um, and it's certainly better than Sonic the Hedgehog 4, that, that garbage that came out on the, the Xbox 360. 360? Yeah. Episode 1, you mean? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what I have next. Uh, I think uh, a good, unique game that you can only get on the Game Boy Advance is DK King of Swing.
0: Hell yes.
2: That game is surprisingly good a little a little wonky mm-hmm. uh, but once you get in the groove of it, uh it's pretty cool uh,
0: it's a It's a game I didn't play until knowing that we were going to do this podcast um, mm-hmm. i I had been aware of it I'd seen it uh, on in i don't think I'd seen it in motion. I think I'd only seen it in screenshots.
2: I played I- it like demos when it was out. Mm. Uh, in stores and stuff like that, I'm like, this is cool. I don't know if I'm going to spend forty bucks on it. Right, Game Boy game for this. Uh, it, it's but tough I when did you check have it these... out on the Wii U, and it 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 is pretty. It's pretty dope when you have these games
0: that are kind of built around these gimmicks. And I get this a lot with Kirby games. It's like mm-hmm. I I love traditional Kirby games, and I think a lot of times you get Kirby games that have these odd gimmicks to them, and sometimes you're like, is it? is it worth it to spend you know the money to buy a brand new game for this weird gimmick that i might not be all that into and that's why you know something like canvas curse is like i don't know if i'm going to be into it canvas curse i think is awesome but it's it's something that i worry about of like i don't know if i'm willing to commit to something that is doing a weird gimmick all the time uh and that's why i probably to never think like this
2: game. no game is worth full price and just well, wait until fair. it's cheaper <laughs> fair
0: um but I, I can buy a game knowing what I'm going to get. Like, that's why I'm fine buying a Pokemon game. I generally know what I'm going to get. So even if it's, you know, they're, they're not going to change the formula that much unless they're doing Legends Arceus or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, King of Swing was something that I didn't initially buy because I was just worried, like, is this really going to hold up for the amount of time I'm going to play it? And I'm I'm kind of pissed at myself that I didn't pick it up back in the day same it is it is such a neat idea it's a it's a game i think that makes an a fantastic first impression and it's like a perfect game to play for 30 minutes and just be like wow this is such a cool idea uh i think if you tried to play this game for hours and hours in a single setting uh it might not be it, it might wear uh wear out its welcome a little bit. Yeah, but it's... Like
2: like it's kind of almost like a perfect mobile game, like if this was done yeah. on smartphones. But because you use like the L and R buttons mostly to like attach and swing and let go and release, I can't imagine using like touch controls or even like tilt controls on this kind of game. Like tilting would make sense in this kind of game, but you need like that tactile like I need to cling and grab and release right. uh, when you're playing this. They did so. make a
0: DS sequel. I didn't play that one. DK Jungle Neither Climber. Did. I, I do not either. I don't know how that functions on a touchscreen versus how uh, King of Swing plays yeah. with the, the trigger stuff. Uh, okay. We're, we're kind of... I think we've got 17 here, which is a decent right. amount. Uh, I'm, I'm a little surprised that we've gotten as many as we have. yeah um, I want you to know, Matt, I don't feel good about this. So if, okay. you, if you don't agree here, I'm fine not putting it on the list. But we're getting to a point where I'm, I'm kind of grabbing at
2: straws a little bit. Um, I got a few more. So yeah, what, what's your next one? King, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. <laughs> I, I was always curious about this one, and I wanted to pick it up back in the day. But I was like, oh, it's a card battle system? I want to actually fight. I don't want to choose cards. <laughs>
0: See, I was the opposite. I was, yeah. I, was, I like card games. Maybe I'll like this.
2: Uh, and I kind of did. If, it, if me today had Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories that was released now, I probably would pick it up day one. Because I really enjoyed the first Kingdom Hearts. And yeah. I heard this is like, oh, it's a sequel. Sort of. You're playing through the original game again. Yeah, uh, it's, a but, weird, but it's a weird but it's you're one. you're rebuilding Sora's memories uh for the next game. Uh and yeah, then 2 comes out and you're like, "Oh, you're Roxas." Uh, which <laughs> I love the I love that first that opening prologue in Kingdom Hearts 2. But you're just I'm confused as hell cuz I did not play chain, play uh Chain of Memories. I'm like what the fuck happened to sora
0: well here here's the thing matt i never played kingdom hearts one so when i played kingdom Ah. Hearts memories i really had no idea what the fuck was going on. well i mean
2: that you Uh, got the the entire story recap for you by playing it i
0: guess but i also didn't really know that's what was happening (laughs) as as i'm playing the game that's fair it's i i think the card battling is kind of interesting i i had a decent time with that um i'm kind of putting it on a different tier here in our list so if we have other games and this one doesn't make the 25 i'm fine with that but okay maybe i've heard it's
2: an interesting game like it plays fine there's actually an fmv scene in the beginning uh which is pretty crazy
0: i uh, I don't even remember maybe that's it's possible that somebody added that in one of the re-releases after the fact? No, no, or... no. I,
2: I, I do specifically remember there because like okay. uh, episode one racer on the Game Boy Color had an FMV scene for its title okay. screen. So that it was possible back then. Uh, yeah, and I do remember like, like seeing that intro uh, video uh, with no voice acting and it's like you see Pluto. It's like pretty much like the end scene from uh, the secret ending of, uh, one of the secret endings of Kingdom Hearts 1. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you, you run <laughs> to Pluto and he has a letter from Mickey and then Donald Sora and Goofy go chasing after Pluto and you see that scene in the beginning of the game without the voice acting. Pretty Okay. Alright. I it's feel bad
0: resources. putting a Kingdom Hearts game on this list. I I don't you want to You shouldn't feel
2: bad. Kingdom Hearts is pretty dope. You just, mm, you just not, have to let's not
0: say things we can't take
1: back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i i I will die on that hill. Uh, I got I got another one, another kind of re-release uh, remake. A uh, sort of Mana, which okay. is a remake of Final Fantasy Adventure uh, Sickenz Setsu, the first one. Uh, pretty much is like a ground up remake of the first game. Uh, that is like you can both play as like a man or a woman in this one. Two different varying storylines that change a little bit. Uh, it's just it's just a really good like Zelda like. Uh, with a bit more RPG ta- tapestry or trappings ta- on the side uh, than your typical Zelda would be, so it, I think it's it's interesting enough. It might not be the best Mana game to get. I would say get Secret of Mana first and play that uh, is the definite one. But this is a good one if you are like, oh, I don't want to play an ancient game like Final Fantasy Adventure. Uh, even though you you probably should because that game's really good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, this one's worth checking out, I think.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to suggest Mario versus Donkey Kong.
2: Okay. These are this kind of a semi-sequel to, uh, Donkey Kong and the Game Boy.
0: Yeah. Donkey Kong 94. It's, um, it, it is, it, it really does function a lot like that. Um, especially this first one. They, afterward, they started to get into this idea of the minis, uh, which are these mini yeah. Marios. And they're in this game, but they're more of like a, a jokey thing um, than than in later games where they become more of a gameplay mechanic. Um, it's it's tough for me because I think if I ever wanted to play Mario vs. Donkey Kong, I'd rather just go back and play DK94. Yeah. But we are coming up with the best games on the Game Boy Advance. And I think this one is is still good enough. That, that if you just had a Game Boy Advance, you should totally play this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Matt, what do you got?
2: I'd say Mega Man Zero, at least one of those games from the series.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm fine with having one. You, do you think Zero's the
2: best one? I, I is think it... the first one's the best one. I've only played that originally on the GBA, uh, but I also have, the, like, there's a collection of sorts on the Game Boy, uh, on the DS as well, too. Sure. Uh, that collects all of them, and they're tough games. They're a little bit differ- different from the Mega Man X games. They're like kind of like a spiritual successor to it, uh, but it it's pretty cool. Like it looks great. It's it's hard. If you need a challenge, I'd say pay, play Mega Man Zero.
0: Okay, uh, I'll uh, I'll see that, and I'll I won't raise you, but I will uh, I'll put on Mega Man Battle Network One.
2: I played none of the Battle Network games. Uh, I've only played they? the first one.
0: Uh-huh. Um, I I think it's neat. I think it's a neat idea. Um, I don't think I need to play any of the others. They made a lot of them. Uh, but it is a <laughs> it did. is a neat combat system. Uh, in fact, it's such a neat combat system that somebody who grew up playing it made a, a non-Mega Man game that basically takes that. What is it called? Like One, one Step from Eden or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, it is a cool combat system. I like the redesign that everybody got, where here's here's classic Mega Man enemies, but they all look... They've all got this, this new coat of paint on them, and that, that's that's a pretty cool thing. I like that when you defeat the Robot Masters in, in that game, you get them as these kind of playable cards, uh, these, these cards that then become attacks, and it, it's similar to the way that you steal somebody's power and then you use it in... In the regular platforming games, but this is—it's it, kind of a, a interesting little action RPG that's got some strategic elements to it. Mm. I think it's just a neat, a neat series. Even if I have not put enough time into really know if the first Battle Network is the best one, but I, I think one of those games probably belongs in this list. And since that's the only one I played,
2: we're gonna put that one. It's truly really the Pokemon of Mega Man games.
0: Yeah, it did. They they did split it in two eventually, and oh, I, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, what else do I have on my list that we can uh, fill out? Um, I have Lunar Legend as one of my picks. Uh, Never played it. now this is like it's sort of a remake of Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. Came out on was the Sega CD and then Sega uh, PlayStation 1. Uh, But it's definitely a more pared-down version. Like, there's no voice acting, obviously. Uh, But they do remix the story. Like, it's not the exact same story. You'd meet different characters at different points. Uh, Things happen a little bit differently. But again, it's kind of the same thing. Like, if I had to pick one, I'd say play the PlayStation 1 version if you can find it. Uh, But I think this is a good, like, just handheld RPG. Like, simple turn-based strategy. It's not the same battle system either. Like, uh, in PlayStation 1 version, it's basically like... Oh, your character moves across the screen and there's like an area of attack, like for some, or you can hit in a line. Uh, this one is basically just pick an enemy and you know, you attack, you know, basic Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, but the presentation's nice and it's just, it's kind of like a comfort RPG. It's just like a little, like, pleasant world, high, like, you know, light fantasy kind of stuff. So I, I, I recommend it.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Metal Slug Advance. Oh, uh, this is a this is a brand new Metal Slug game. In fact, mm-hmm. it doesn't have the the main characters from Metal Slug that you might remember, uh, whose names uh, uh, completely elude me. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a, a whole new title. It's got a health system instead of just like the instead of a continue system. So yeah. you're um, it's got an interesting checkpointing system too. So this is probably one of the easier Metal Slug games that you'll ever play. Uh, I just I just like it uh i don't love it i'm not a huge fan of these kinds of games but i i had this one and i played it a good amount and it's metal slug games are always gorgeous i i love their yeah, art style
2: the, oh, that pixel art is so good the sprite work it's so great. i'm
0: i'm so excited to play that metal slug tactics game when that mm. comes out sometime in 2022 um and and yeah it, it made me go back and play a little bit of metal slug advance and go oh this game's this game's kind of neat i kind of like this so i'm uh, i'm gonna add that to the list as well matt let me i think i think we've got 24 oh on this list 6 7 8 9 10 11, 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 and 24 so Ooh, matt what's gonna be the last one so well here's the deal. You're you're gonna put out one more, and mm-hmm. then I think I think we're gonna say, are we comfortable with this as the twenty five? Are there some other things that we should consider as well? Yeah. And then we'll figure things out from there. But for now, what is your what is your twenty fifth game
2: oh, for this list? Man, for my personal list I'm really kind of scraping out the bottom of the barrel because I have also uh uh Iridium three D, mm. one of the launch games. And I know Iridian 3D2 is a little bit better from what I've read. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting kind of 3D shooter, but it's not the greatest. Like, the hit detection's pretty bad. It's uh, not yeah. yeah. It's not great. It's great to look at. Like, it's, it's cool to look at. And, mm-hmm. you know, for a shmup, it's pretty all right. There are better shmups out there, though. Um, what about Mario Kart Super Circuit? What are your thoughts on that Mario Kart for this handheld system? I hate that game. It's not the best Mario Kart game.
0: <laughs> it's really not. It's in fact, it's the worst Mario Kart game.
2: Um, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I kind of agree with that from the little I played of it because it's like the courses are nice. There's some good ones that uh, you can buy on, you can play on the uh, Switch version of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe.
0: Yeah, there you go. Like I would rather play those. That. I would rather play those courses on other Mario Kart games. Like. Um, if if we picked it, if we had it on the list at all, it would be twenty five with a bullet.
2: Mm, how uh, about how about how about this? Final Fantasy one and two, Dawn of Souls, a from the ground, although it came out on WonderSwan, from the ground remake <laughs> of Final Fantasy one and two, the first release of two in the West.
0: Well, here's. Hmm. Here's don't
2: you love? Part. Don't you love breaking an XP system where you attack your own uh, your own party no, to I, level I up? No, I don't like that at <laughs> all. Um, it's it's a trip. Uh, like that 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 is a good, I think, package deal. At least that that Final Fantasy one. Like you have five and six, and there's four as well too, uh, and they're pretty much you know straight up ports of their respective uh, versions, uh, making a few little light touches here, adding a posterity and things like that. Uh, I'd say out of those three, like five is the one to get because it's just the best card version that you can play in English in a legit way. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm almost more inclined to do that, which, okay. is, which is weird. Like, I know we kind of said no ports. But yeah, and the only thing we... I
2: don't like about that game is they put the portraits in the, in the uh, dialogue boxes, and I'm not a fan <laughs> of that in those versions because it's just the same portrait. Like you see the character's uh... name and it just takes up space on the screen like yeah i want to just read the text and you know keep going i don't, I don't need to know that bart's is like you know talking because of his portrait right there
0: i i that that never bothered me that seems mm. like a, a it's a minor it's
2: a minor small, quib- but... it's a minor quibble like it um like, it's obviously the best version of final <sighs> fantasy 5 to get uh unless you know japanese so and right a, yeah a famicom super famicom card of the that um but,
0: well, until they until these Pixel remasters, mm, uh, you know, maybe get better. Who knows? Um,
1: it's yeah, let's tough. Put, let's like, put 5 this, on there.
0: This is not the first time we got 5, though. Like, 5 did come out on the PlayStation.
2: Right, but the loading times on that, it kind of kills it. I'll be yeah. straight up honest. And you can't play it on a PlayStation 2 because there are errors in emulating that one. Out of, okay. all, of everything I'm, that was on that, that backwards compatibility list.
0: I'm going to add it to the list, and I want to say I don't feel great about it uh, because because it's something that's you know playable uh, elsewhere. But it's got the job system. But it is a really cool game. It's one of my favorite Final Fantasy games, being that it does have a job system. I really like a lot of the stuff that it's doing.
2: The story's okay. Um, It's not as great as like eh, six for me.
0: I don't think it's a good story at all. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun playing it. It's not terrible.
2: I know, it's almost non-existent, but still, it's Whatever
0: not terrible. Uh, I, I'm fine having it on here. I think, okay, so we've got 25 here. Let me let me ask you some questions. Actually, let me turn on a light first. Uh, yeah. It's getting really dark where I am. So why don't you talk a little bit more about one of the games you picked, and I'll be right back.
2: <laughs> okay. So, man, we're going to be, like, ranking this 25 list. Uh, I'd say, whoof man, ah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to wear my heart on my sleeve and say uh, Metroid Fusion should be number one on this list. As oh, Jason God. Oh, that. no. I well, hear that, some is, that is my overall favorite Game Boy Advance game, and I think that is my overall favorite handheld game of all time, too. All right. Well, so, we'll of course, it's that. number one on my list. We'll get to that in a second. But I don't think uh, it's going to make the top uh, gamers on the go lists.
0: Matt, let me ask you some questions here. We got right. 25. Um. I'm not saying this necessarily is the is the 25. I think there are some other games that are worth considering. I think there are some rules that are worth considering here as mm. well. Uh, some potential fudging. Um, we 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 need to have the conversation. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is 100% a port of, yes. of that game. The, I think the only thing they really added is that Link yells
2: a little bit more And now, I hate that in that version. Which I, is I'll be not honest, great. it's terrible and you should just stick to the Super Nintendo version.
0: Also, you get more buttons in the Super Nintendo version uh, and just having more buttons to do more things. Yep. Like it... So, that, that wouldn't count anyway, because it is basically just a port. But, it does come with Four Swords Adventure, mm-hmm. which is a completely separate game that is also on the cartridge. How do we feel about the Four Swords? Do we think it's better than something like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories? Mm. Uh, do, is it better than one of the games on our list right now? Does it belong on here over something else?
2: I think it's it's an interesting take on Legend of Zelda, like making a four-player co-op game. Uh, the setup to get four people to have like, you know, yeah. four Game Boy advances, a link four cable, copies of
0: cartridge. Yep. Yeah, you, can't, you, can you can't share cartridge. off one. And
2: mm-hmm. honestly, I think uh, the GameCube get, get version is better, even though that's way more of a hassle to set up. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's, it, they're funner times with the mini games and just the overall adventure in that game. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, if, you did not have a super Nintendo growing up and only had a game boy advance. And that was your first time playing a link to the past, the greatest Zelda. Like, yeah, I would say definitely play that, uh, version, but yeah, it's, it's not the best version of a link to the past. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here's another question for you. Um, (laughs) technically the first time we got final fantasy six was on the game boy advance.
2: Technically it was Final Fantasy Origins on the PlayStation One.
0: Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. then never
2: mind. But sorry, it also has sorry. it's also has that thing where it's you know, loading times but <laughs> every battle you go into when you open the menu, it kinda yeah. kills the game. Like I do not recommend playing even Final Fantasy Chronicles, which is four, and Chrono Trigger on the PlayStation mm. One. I'm like, no, play the Super Nintendo versions or the D S versions or the Game mm. Boy Advance versions because Ooh,
0: those some of those DS versions are they look cool but they they made them so much harder
2: uh no chrono reason. cross on the ds is is definitely uh worth chrono playing. trigger uh, chrono, chrono trigger sorry chrono trigger yeah yeah, uh, chrono yeah chrono i, I did player. play
0: chrono trigger on the ds the the uh final fantasy 4 is uh the
2: remake one yes. I, uh, yes yes yeah, that is I,
0: that's a uh, that game is a lot harder
2: um but they did a great job like like that remaster obviously but okay. uh yeah we're we're not putting six on this
0: list. Six would that, I mean that six feels is my like favorite Final
2: Fantasy still, but like I, I think
0: I have not played six, and I know that's blasphemous, and I need to fix that at some mm. point. Um, but e- even if I had, it's six. Let's six you pile six a drive, pile drive a the... train
2: chase. You well, don't want sure, to...
0: I can't wait to do that. But <laughs> uh, like that would be, I, I think, I think putting Final Fantasy six on this list would be uh, would open us up to having to put other things on this that I don't want to put on here. That's fair. Like, I... Tell me, is there anything in the Super Mario Advance games that you feel makes them different enough that they deserve a spot on here?
2: Utilizing the car reader for Super Mario Advance no. 4, Super Mario not Brothers enough. 3. Not
0: enough. Um, I'm not taking that.
2: Having nope. giant turnips in Super Mario Advance and, and wacky things no. like that in minigames. It, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. They're They're okay. kind of cool. Like, they were neat little updates. But even then, you had... Uh, Super Mario Bros. All Stars on Super Nintendo. And I'd say yeah. pick that up. And that was like cheaper than getting a new Game Boy Advance card in the day.
0: Uh, I will tell you for my personal list, and our personal lists can, are a little bit more free. They, we can put whatever you want on there. Um, I have, for like one spot, I have all four of the Mario Advance games. Because wow. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to put them as separate titles. That would be ridiculous to me. So I just kind of said like, eh, they all do the same thing. Just yeah, get them pretty out, much. Whatever.
2: It, it's a shame uh, we never got an original Mario Brothers game on the Game Boy Advance.
0: Yeah, that is a bummer.
2: It is. I, but what can you uh,
0: do? You know, New, New Super Mario Brothers. I think was really fun on the on the DS. It wasn't. It's not the best Mario game. It was. It was a but,
2: breath of fresh air for for the. Yeah, stand.
0: it was fun enough. It, it was nice to, that I got an original game on the on the DS. Um. I'm looking at other stuff on my list. Like none of these, none of these are going to belong because they're straight ports. But uh, Rock and Roll Racing got a port on the Game Boy Advance that I think is, is great. Your favorite Blizzard um, game? It's it is my favorite Blizzard game, bar none. <laughs> uh, take that Overwatch. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo got a got a port on the GBA, and mm. it's Puzzle Fighter, so it's good. Um, there are some games that I have not played. That if I had, I would. I'd be shocked if they weren't on this list, but I haven't played them. I haven't put enough time in them to know, and I'd feel bad about putting them on here. Uh, And that includes the Super Robot Tyson original generation (laughs) one and two games, (laughs) which are basically just Super Robot Wars games without the licensed characters. Finally,
2: the podcast Um, comes around to Super Robot Wars. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, there was a Zone of the Enders game on GBA. Yeah, that, that is was a uh, turn-based tactics game. Was
2: that Japan only, or did that come out to the states? It was not. I have that. I have oh, that cartridge. Wow. Oh, I should pick that um, up. Damn,
0: it seems cool. It seems cool in that it's basically a Super Robot Wars game. In that it's a a top-down turn-based strategy game. But when you go into the combat, you it it takes you into like a first-person view from your what do they call their mechs in there? I forgot what they call.
2: Um, called. I know one of them is called Jeduti, but uh. Yeah, but like, there's called. a
0: general name for what they call their mechs. Yeah. Like like, it's not Wanzer's. That's a front. Yeah, I know, thing, yeah. but it's it's something, something like
2: that. It's like frames or something like that. Yeah,
0: whatever they call them. Um, but like, you're frames, in yeah. the cockpit of that, and you, uh, you, it actually like, it's kind of like uh, it reminds me a little bit of um, Steamworld heist Mm -hmm. in that it has this kind of sway system and you actually see the enemy mech or frame or whatever going around the screen and you have to time it right and and move your cursor and hit it at the right time as they're trying to fly around and avoid your attack Mm. Uh, and that can change the amount of damage or whether you hit or or miss entirely Um, and it's the same thing for them it's it's honestly a lot like base wars (laughs) <laughs> you know when you try to steal a base in base and wars you have and, to fight and instead, instead of, of, yeah, yeah you gotta fight yeah it's it's like battle chess yep. uh and i think that's a that's a cool idea i think i would really really love that game i just haven't put enough time into mm. it uh breath of fire one and two got ports on the gba uh i've never played a breath of fire game but i they look great and i think i would really like they're them. pretty good Um, I mean, there's also a bunch of Pokemon ROM hacks that I like on the Game Boy Advance, but I don't, I don't think we can put ROM hacks on here. That's its own
2: separate list. Is there anything we're missing, Matt? Anything from your list that, that might even be considered? I'm looking, uh, yeah, we pretty much covered everything. A lot of mine is like doubles, like Metroid Zero Mission, the other Castlevania games. Uh, what else? Uh, you know what?
0: I'm, I'm going to make an executive decision here. Yep. Uh, it This this is a better game than Chain of Memories. It, I don't want to have Chain of Memories on this. Oh, if
2: I, if why?
1: <laughs> well We're going to put
0: Super Dodgeball Advance okay. on this. That game is cool. It's a it's a Kunio-kun game without the Kunio-kun license, uh, which is weird, but it is absolutely one of those games. It's it's great. It's uh, it was a launch title. You, uh,
2: I heard a lot about this game when it first came out too. Like there's multiplayer. Yeah, it, it's just it's got new. It's nice a little style. bit RPG.
0: Mm-hmm. You're able to you're able to change the, the stat change the stats or just change like you can change different power throws. Kind of feels like Windjammers in that way, where everybody's got their own kind of special move, and and so you can actually change that or recruit players that have different types of moves. Uh, each of the countries that, that make up the different teams, they have their own different visual quirks. Like the the Canadian team, for whatever reason, <laughs> all, have, all wears tengu masks, nice. which is very Canadian. <laughs> Everybody yeah, knows, yeah, obviously.
1: That
0: Canadians are way into tengu. Yep, um, it's it's a neat thing, and I like all the different power moves. It's uh, I, I like it better than Chain of Memories. So I, I I feel like we've righted okay. it wrong there. We don't have to have Chain of Memories in here um looking like a good anything list else
2: i think that's anything. it
0: why don't i page through this magazine real real quick yeah. and just make sure
2: uh like give me like uh, like two minutes i just gotta use the bathroom here quickly
0: okay you do that i'll i'll just talk to the people <laughs> here um like let's go let's go through this list here of, of stuff they had for these launch titles army Man advanced terrible game no way uh bomberman tournament i never played that game it looks good I mean, it's a Bomberman game. Uh, Choo Choo Rocket, one that's a port. Two, I don't really like Choo Choo Rocket. Earthworm Jim, I'm pretty sure, is just a straight port. F-Zero. Maybe I'll talk to Matt about that. I think there were two F-Zero games that came out for the GBA. One was Maximum Velocity. That was a launch title. Uh, Was there another one? I think there was. Uh, F-Zero. GBA. Um, maybe not. Am I? Am I? Am I just confused? Hmm. I might just be confused. Well, e- even so, uh, F Zero Maximum Velocity is a pretty, a pretty good game. I'm not the biggest F Zero fan, but. It might be better than one of the other games we got on our list. Certainly better than a Mario Kart game. Hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll think about that one. Um, Pinnoby Wings of Adventure. I remember that being kind of interesting. Rayman Advance might be worth talking about. Actually, is that just. That might just be what the original Rayman is. might just be like a port of that. I'll have to ask Matt about that. Um, I mean, I like Namco Museum, but that's a lot of street ports. Let's not put that on here. Uh, Clonoa. Clonoa? I don't know. I've never really played a Clonoa game.
2: I, I downloaded one of those on the Wii U, but I just yeah. never got around to it. Yeah,
0: I think I'd probably like it
2: second game's dope Um, on ps2 yeah anyway
0: okay matt i i think the only thing that i saw here that might be one to consider is uh we we mentioned it earlier is f-zero maximum velocity
2: yeah there's another f-zero game which i think is uh see i was thinking that too what's what's the other one the other one is uh was it uh, f-zero grand something it it more has like a story built around and like actual like plot and things like that uh
0: F0GP Legends? Yes,
2: that's the one. Huh,
0: okay. Okay. Uh I mean, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I've never I've never played
1: it. I but... have not,
2: I yeah, I was going to download it on the Wii U, but I was like, oh, I have I have the other F0 game, so I might as well play a little bit of that and the the maximum velocity one it's it's okay uh it's fine for the most part uh, it i think the super nintendo version is a little better like if you're gonna play is
0: it, is it better than anything else on this list though
2: i mm, no <laughs> in my mm. opinion
0: yeah um part of me really wants to put rhythm heaven on here but that is yeah that's not, uh that is, Jap- that's japan, japan only, only. There is a fan translation out there. Also, it doesn't really need a translation like
2: it's it's a rhythm heavy. Yeah, you it's kind of perfect heaviness. the way it is. Um uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, I got to based... got to get something quickly. Okay.
0: Yeah, based on the stuff we've said we can we shouldn't put that on here. Um I haven't played Actually, wait. I did play some Drill Dozer. That's from the the Game Freak, the the Pokémon people. Drill Dozer's kind of cool. I don't think it's necessarily better. I mean, it's. I think it's better than Gunstar Superheroes, but don't tell Matt that. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna budge on that one. That was a, the first game he picked. There's no way I can get him through on that one. Um. We didn't talk about any of the Boktai games, which I think are really fascinating. But I also just don't. I have I haven't played enough of them. That Solar Sensor is a really cool idea, though. I think that's basically it from everything I'm seeing. I and mean, we could put that Mario Tennis game on here as well. I just don't. I don't see it. The, there was a Pokemon Pinball, Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. The original Pokemon Pinball is pretty good. Ruby, the Ruby and Sapphire one's fine. I mean, it's just it's more it's more of that. I can bring that one up to Matt and see if he, uh, see if he'd take that over something else. That's probably it though. Well, while he's, uh, while he's still out, let me run through the 25 we have on this list. because It's been a while since we've talked about all these, so let's remind you of what we're playing with here. Again, these are in no particular order. We have not decided an order yet. I know we're already basically two and a half hours into this podcast, but it's going to take longer. Sorry. Gunstar Superheroes, Golden Sun, Advanced Wars, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Warrior Wear Twisted, Fire Emblem, The Sacred Stones, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Metroid Fusion. Mario Golf Advance Tour. Wario Land 4. Sonic Advance 2. Donkey Kong, or sorry, DK, King of Swing. Sword of Mana. Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Mega Man Zero. Mega Man Battle Network. Lunar Legend. Metal Slug Advance. Super Dodgeball Advance, and Final Fantasy V Advance. So, what Matt doesn't know is that, uh, he asked earlier, Golden Sun is actually my number one game. Golden Sun rules. I think he's probably gonna say I I put Fire Emblem as my number one, because that makes sense. I'm a Fire Emblem guy. Uh, Sacred Stones I have as number two, and then I've got Pokemon as my number three. Um... I, I feel like he and I are both going to agree a lot on Advance Wars, and that'll go up really high. Um, I know he I know we had that argument about WarioWare, but I think because he agrees with Twisted enough to have that one over Mega Micro Games, that that one will also be really high. We'll see. We'll see.
2: He's coming back. Ugh, sorry about that.
0: Well... No, you're good. I, I uh, ran the the folks at home through the current twenty five list. Sweet. Just so to, to remind them about that. I, I also have one potential other one to consider. Okay. Uh, if I can remember what it was, <laughs> let me let me find it. It was up here. It was up here. Uh, I this isn't the one, but I I was like, oh, does a Boktai game need to be on here? I Boktai mean, was, be, pretty, Bok-tai neat, was pretty
2: cool. I never got to play cool.
0: it. <laughs> Yeah, cool idea.
2: Only that uh, Hideo Kojima could think of. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I played Drill Dozer, mm. which is uh from Game Freak, and that's kind of neat. It's okay. Um, what was the other one? It was on here. Oh, uh Pokemon Pinball. Ruby and oh, I played a little bit of that.
2: That's kind of. I played a little
0: bit of it too. It's it's a totally fine yeah. game. I I just suck uh, at pinball. I don't pinball. think I love it quite as yeah as do I, uh, and I don't think I like it as much as the original Pokemon Pinball. Mm um i'm more of like i want to play
2: pinball i want to play pinball pinball like irl like i want to feel the weight of that machine and everything and you know on a a game console or handheld it's cool like there's some cool ideas that you can get with a video game pinball but Mm -hmm. uh yeah this one it's like you try to capture pokemon depending on the event on this the the board itself and it's interesting uh I think it's neat.
0: It's it's yeah, it's got some neat ideas. I I guess I guess it's probably not I don't think either of us would uh, would budge on the ones we had into mm-hmm. this list to, to make room for that. So why don't we stick with what we got? Let's say let's say this list here is the top 25 Game Boy Advance games of all time barring the ones that we haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cuz again, I I still think that uh, that games like uh, that Zone of the Enders game would probably be on here. Uh, those robot
2: uh, super robot. Wasn't uh, like like Ogre ba- Battle Tactics also on. There was an Ogre yeah. Battle
0: game that I've never played that would probably belong here. Yeah, yeah. there's there's some stuff that definitely we missed out on. Um,
2: could you imagine yeah. an Ammo so, Crossing game on the Game Boy Advance?
0: I mean, I play. So if you hooked it up to the GameCube version, if you hooked your Game Boy oh. up to the, to the GameCube, you could go on a little island. With uh, with Cap'n, man, you could you could get on his boat and you go to a little island. So I absolutely could see what a Game Boy Advance. I'm bummed I lost Animal my game, GameCube game copy like. now. It's uh, it's a neat little. Thing. I mean, there's not much
2: to do on there. but you could I, I like find coconuts that, and that send them back. That little link ability with the GameCube. Mm-hmm. like just to speak on that, just a little bit. Uh, like I thought it was just such a cool idea. Like like a second, a little second screen that you hooked up and can do little different things like either play, uh, like, on a different screen in a dungeon or a subscreen in Zelda or, like, uh, was it Splinter Cell? You could stick, like, the, the camera uh, or mm. radar thing and it would show up on your Game Boy Advance uh, screen. Yeah, they,
0: they were, like, the controllers for Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yep. You, had, you had to use them there. Um, if you want to get nuts, uh, I had the e-reader attachment. Yep that you would put into your Game Boy Advance, you'd then put the GameCube link cable on top of that, and then hook that into the GameCube. And then you'd connect to Animal Crossing. Oh we And yeah. then there were eShop card or there were e or e reader cards that you could swipe and you could get some of the NES games yep. through that and get and get some of those. I think there were a couple of exclusive ones that you could only get that way. Um, and then I think there were specific it wasn't really specific characters but there were other, like, little bonuses that you could get. I think there were even, like, some patterns that you could get for your clothes. Taste of things to uh, come with you... current
2: Animal Crossing and cards.
0: Definitely. I mean, it was it was amiibo cards before amiibo yep. cards were a thing. Um, but, yeah, you would need a lot of garbage, which I had, <laughs> to uh, connect all that shit together and make that work. Okay. We're, we're getting long in the tooth. Let's go through this 25. I, I've already said it to the listeners, so we're not going to say it again. Um we gotta rank these things,
2: Matt. Okay. One through twenty five. Let's go. Yeah, you start at the yeah. bottom or I mean, at the top.
0: Well, I mean, you wanna look at this list like what's wrong uh, here? What's wrong with this list? I'll tell you what's wrong is the Gunstar superheroes is way too goddamn. I high. mean, I <laughs> That's the I have t- that thing at, at number
2: <laughs> uh, five on my list. So I think oh, yeah, number one okay. is okay. pretty cool. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, I'd what? say it's a top ten ish kind of We'll see about okay. that. <laughs>
0: uh, what, okay, what do we think the worst game on here uh, is? So the, the, the the least of our 20.
2: What is number 25? I think. Uh, oh, what did you say? Oh, well, you took off Chain of Memories, so. Um, yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. Mega Man Battle Network?
0: I, I could see it being Battle Network. I could see it being Dodgeball Advance. Um, Like anything that you mentioned that you think. Kirby, Nightmare in Dreamland. These are all games that I nominated. Matt. <laughs> Do you have any game that you nominated that you think I'm might looking, belong in, looking, to, in the twenty-five
2: I'm
0: spot? How? Uh, oh, Matt. Matt only brought the the bangers. Chase just brought all the filler garbage. That's what I'm hearing.
2: Well, we share a lot. Like I would have said, Golden Sun yeah. too, but I'm not putting that at twenty-five. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe Final Fantasy Five Advance uh, is fine where it is. Just. But that game is so good. Mm-hmm. I know like the reason we'd put it that
0: low is because of the technicality. Actually, you know what? But I, I think put, the
2: tech definitely put Lunar Legend below that. So Lunar Legend yeah. could be a solid twenty five.
0: Okay. Here here's here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say that I I think that super dodgeball advances probably our twenty five. Okay. Like it's it's a it's a fine little game. It's a launch title. I don't think it holds up as well as a lot of other titles do, part partially because it was a launch title. Um, so I think that's
2: probably our twenty-five.
0: I I think if you're okay with Lunar Legend then being our twenty
2: four. That's perfectly fine, yeah.
0: Okay. A sizable uh, little RPG then, on a handheld. And then you mentioned Battle Network. Um I think I'd be okay with that being 23 okay. so we'll have that at 23 what's next what do we what do we think hmm maybe maybe metal slug right like metal slug is cool but it's also just
2: it's metal slug like you can play that it, on a it, various it, other things.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I don't think this is the best Metal Slug game by any stretch. Of the no Metal Slug three, but it is. It is the only Metal. It might not even be the only Metal Slug game on the Game Boy Advance, but it it's might the, not be. The one, I it's the one that we have on this list, so it's. Uh, that's our number twenty-three. What's our? Or sorry, twenty-two.
2: What's our? What's our twenty-one? Um, maybe Mario Golf or Sonic Advance. Yeah. Or Final Fantasy V. You need to stop saying that. If we're going to have Final I mean, Fantasy V on I'm this still list, taking in it consideration. It's a port pretty much, of a Super Famicom see, game. See,
0: I, I don't. Like, mm-hmm. if we, we either have it on this list or we don't okay, have it on okay, this list, fair. if we have it on the list, we, we put it where Okay, it
1: okay.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Um, Table that for now.
0: Uh, let's see. I've got. Uh, what were the two that you said that they were both mine? It was uh, golf, golf and. and uh, uh,
2: Sonic Advance
0: Two. Oh, that's right. Um,
2: what do you like more, going fast or or hitting the links?
0: So I, I've got golf as my seventeen, and I have Sonic Advance as my as my eighteen. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's let's just put them in that order.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Sonic Advance. I'd say sort of mana is kind of like at that bottom list too.
0: Or sorry, Mario Golf. Uh, okay, you said uh, sword yep. of mana.
2: Okay, cut that one off. Cut that one off. Take off golf. Uh, let's see. Uh, Metro fusion probably goes next right? <laughs> nah, let's keep that. Let's let's uh, hold that one for a little bit. What about uh, okay. uh uh how, Minish Cap Man? How, Yeah Minish Cap I I'd, I'd say is is fair to put it like near like the 20ish upper teens Yeah Mega Man 0 as well too I think those are both like they're extremely solid games I would probably pick like you know a different legend of zelda game over Minish Cap and a different Mega Man game over 0 Yeah but they are definitely worthy like, you should play them. And you can only play them on a Game Boy Advance. Well, legally. <laughs> legally yes. <laughs> we don't all have analog pockets, Chase. I mean, you could play them legally on an analog I, pocket. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I there are other ways to play it that's, as
0: well. That's, that's fair. Um,
2: what about uh, okay. Mario Wait, and we'll, Donkey Kong? Mario versus Donkey Kong.
0: Yeah, I think that probably that might be the next one we've got here. Um. There's Minish Cap. Gotta get rid of that one too. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Mario versus Donkey Kong.
2: Okay. We got ten down. Uh, it's gotten the thick of it. Um. Yeah. What's our number fifteen? Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. I can see that because it's a good game. It's just you know, if yep. you're looking for something a bit more gritty in your RPG, uh, don't play this one. If you hate, if you hate yeah. whimsy and fun,
0: and, and I think there are better Mario and Luigi games mm. as well. Not not on this. System, no, no, yeah, but...
2: Bowser Inside Story I think is is a lot more unique and interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is definitely like a good like intro to the series and good foot in the door. Yeah. Uh, What do you think about Warrior Land 4? I think... Going next. I think Wario Land 4, to me, that's like a top 10 game, but for this list, like the the grievances you have, like having to run back and do the level over again, kind of, even though like the path is a little bit different and everything... Yeah, yeah, I think.
0: I mean, I mean, i'd i'd take i'd take Warrior Land Four over Gunstar Superheroes any day. I just know that you're uh, you're not gonna. I I don't agree with do that.
2: that so so. Land Four for this list of uh, like below <laughs> okay. Gunstar Superheroes, please.
0: Okay. 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 Um, you know i i think I think at this point King of Swing should feel really. Good about its position, but I don't. Yes. I don't think it goes much higher than this. I think. Yes, I
2: it's think it's is. a very neat concept. Uh, doesn't have enough to like like be like like a full size game, but for like a handheld experience. Yeah, yeah. I think like in this like, like, fifteen ish area, it's perfect.
0: We've got two uh, more games before we get to our top ten. What's just outside the top ten on this list?
2: Uh, is Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two good enough for a top ten?
0: absolutely it is okay okay okay. that shouldn't even be a question
1: but
2: is final fantasy 5 advance or final fantasy tactics advance which one of those belongs in the top 10 which one of those belongs i
0: wouldn't mind if they were both if they were our 11 and 12
2: okay we'll make them our 11 and 12
0: i'd probably put five over tactics Mm. do you agree with that did you go the other way
2: I'm, I'm like back and forth, but yeah, I, I can agree with that right now. Like, it, like five okay. well, is these aren't just... these aren't
0: the be all end all. We we might go oh, through no, this we can... once we have an order and then tweaks.
2: We'll stuff do a final more. sweep, but yeah, I, I like like tactics advance is a little hard to get into just because like they set so many ground rules with every battle that yeah. it can be off putting. And Final Fantasy uh, like five just has so much like because of the job system, it has just there's a lot of like customizability even though tactics advance has that too it's just there's a lot more freedom in five yeah okay uh, we've
0: reached the top 10 all of these are the the top 10 best games on the Game Boy advance
2: how about kirby at number 10 how about gunstar superheroes at number 10 <laughs> mm, i'm i think uh, that's fair that's fair gunstar superhero it's a tough game it I like i can understand yeah. why it's off-putting but there's so much. It's it's so cool. Like there's a lot going on in that game. That just it's it's really really fucking cool.
1: See,
0: I, I don't and want. It, it I, looks great too. It does. It does look great. It looks great and it feels good. Mm-hmm. I disagree that there's a lot going on. In fact, I think there's not a lot going on, which I, makes mm-hmm. it which makes it less appealing to me. Like I'd rather play Metroid Fusion because Metroid Fusion, which I also <laughs> don't want to have this high on this list, and I know you do. But like Mystery <laughs> Fusion, that is a game with a lot going on. There's a lot to explore. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to see. Uh, whereas Gunstar Superheroes, it kind of just feels like I'm like. I, like Corridor shooter kind of thing. I mean, I know, right? It's a but they do style. a
2: lot within that. Like sometimes you're sure. riding on like a a rail that you have to jump in between three different levels as it's uh, riding along on rails. Yeah. Like I said, you're riding on a starship. You're leading chicks around, like like little little actual chicks, like things like like that. Mm-hmm. Like th- there's just so much cool going on. The treasure has so many of these cool ideas that they pack in their games that you don't expect and and gunstar superhero it's just it's a really good example of that
0: okay let's let's try a new tactic here matt what okay what belongs in the top five
2: uh for me personally or for, 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 us, this list? for us for us for this list i think warrior were twisted
0: i would agree with that
2: um advanced
0: wars i would definitely agree with that
2: golden sun yep Metroid Fusion. <laughs> mm. And uh, uh, I, I, I might say because the, the status of it for you and this podcast, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. I, I agree that Twisted, Golden Sun, and Advance Wars are, are all top five games.
2: If not Tony Hawk, then Fire Emblem. Like, but I don't want to be like rote about Fire Emblem, especially on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah. And I think like you know, Sacred Stones, like the little bit of I played is good, but it's also it's a Fire Emblem game. It's kind of like the standard bread and butter Fire Emblem game too.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think for my money there are better Fire Emblem games. I would I would go to Awakening or Shadows of Valentia. Um uh, mm. If I wanted to play, uh, if I wanted to replay any of these Fire Emblem games, I'd probably go to one of those first. Um, I, I would be okay with Sacred Stones not being in the top five. Um, I I'd, I'd be pretty remiss if we didn't have Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green in the top five.
2: You think that's a top five GBA game?
0: I, I really do.
2: Okay. I really okay. Do. I mean, it's technically, like, what, the earliest you can get now into Pokemon Bank? Yeah. Uh, and well, forever hold your peace in the next, like... I mean, yes and yes, and other, no. Other than the virtual console yeah, game board right. those, those uh, games. 3D's but I mean, like, like, original hardware, yeah. passing it up to, I through mean, the chain. Ruby, I've seen the image. Ruby and Sapphire. I don't know how Ruby. it works, but it works.
0: Oh, it's, it's complicated. I've done it many times. But, uh, <laughs> of course <it's>, you've it. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh yeah, like Ruby and Sapphire, those would be the oldest Pokémon you could have at this point.
2: Which is kind of uh, neat. Like I applaud Nintendo that like they tried doing that for so long, but mm-hmm. at some point they're going to have to cut it off. Like it, well, it's, no, it's they, sad.
0: They don't. They don't ever have to do it now with Pokémon Home. Like
2: but they're going to cut off Bank at some point. There's no way to connect uh Ruby and Sapphire to the Bank uh to Home without Bank, right?
0: Uh no, I I think you can okay okay because because it's not that technology isn't going away it's just you Mm. wouldn't be able to buy i I don't know it'll still
2: work it'll still work it's it's needlessly complicated and we're not going to explain on this
0: um okay we have we have four in the top five here that i feel really good about and i i want to throw you a bone (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> You're gonna put Fusion on there, baby. I, Come I, on, I, just make I, that number five, and I'm I happy. think I
0: i think I'm going to allow Fusion. Yes,
2: yes, I, I I'm done. I'm happy. <laughs> the okay. best Metroid game, the best okay. Metroidvania ever made.
0: Okay, I think. Okay, let's go back to what we were doing before. Uh, above Gunstar Superheroes, I think this is where we put Kirby. Kirby's okay. good. It's it's uh, a it's a great Kirby. It feels weird that I'm fighting that. you on where a Kirby game goes. Like you're supposed to be the guy who likes Kirby more than I do. But I, love I really Kirby, got into
2: like... Kirby like DS and 3DS. Yeah. Like that was like those are some I Planet RoboBot that that's probably one of the best Kirby games you can get period right now outside of like Canvas Curse like uh yeah it's it's that and then Kirby's Adventures for the 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 NES like it's well the Nightmare in Dreamland is that. <laughs> that yeah that's true that's true it is that it is that but man playing that originally on the nes is just like you get to that end and you you have that fight with ddd and then in that the fountain mm-hmm. suddenly becomes the enemy and you have you have the shoot 'em up level at the end ah oh, that was so good and then the nes was doing all that okay tony hawk th- there we go
0: i i think tony hawk 7 fire emblem 6 and then uh you know why don't we why don't we keep the five for now? Like let's just keep them as as five. Okay. Oh, oh, this is oh, my thing's fucking up. Kill <laughs> it. Here we go.
2: Oh, so. Google doc formatting.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Fuck. <laughs> there we go. Got it. Got it. No problem. Easy. Um. Okay. Before we get into what how the top five is ordered, look at this list here got 20 games how do we feel about these 20 and the order they are hmm. let's why don't we read it off for the listeners here so we've got number six is Fire Emblem Sacred Stones number seven Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 eight is Castlevania Aria of Sorrow Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland Gunstar Superheroes Final Fantasy V Advance Final Fantasy Tactics Advance DK King of Swing Warrior Land 4 Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga Mario vs Donkey Kong Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, Mega Man Zero, Sword of Mana, Mario Golf Advance, Sonic Advance, Metal Slug Advance, Mega Man Battle Network, Lunar Legend, and Super Dodgeball Advance.
2: Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong? Down a notch or where it is?
0: I can see it being down a notch. I, I don't. Okay. I mean, I know I, I don't like Minish Cap, but I don't think much. Of Mario versus Donkey Kong, so I don't mind. I know I know you're a little bit more passionate the Minish Cap than I am yeah. for for Mario versus Donkey Kong. Um, I think that's probably about mm, right. Yeah. Oh, and the Sonic Advance two. Sorry, I forgot
2: to Sonic t- Yeah, gotta get, get the two that's, right.
0: Yeah, Sonic Advance not as good as Advance two.
2: Uh, Final Fantasy five and Tactics. Uh, I think that's good. I think we should leave it as is because like I said, the, the, the rule set within tactics, like battle yeah. to battle, make it interesting, but can be frustratingly hard for some people. Like I can understand that. And five just has just so much more freedom when you're customizing your own characters. I think.
0: Yeah. I, I like five a lot. And you know, five being, I, I do like tactics games, but I five being that really traditional JRPG. I, I think it's a really good one. I'm, Disappointed it never came over here properly at the at the time
2: yeah um, would have been nice yeah. like I, that would have I, blown a lot of people's minds back in the day yeah
0: i I mean I love job systems and and that has one of the better job systems like a uh, a real pioneer of the job systems mm-hmm. i mean three Final Fantasy three had the job system in it, but that was but it
2: didn't have the same kind of story and like plot like it was it was kind of like. Yeah, and a little the job, bit more like yeah,
0: and it was much more limiting than than mm. what five did. Five has a lot of new weird jobs that are fun.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I, I think I think five belongs over tactics. Okay, uh, I don't necessarily see anything that I have to change. I mean, there there are some games that I just don't know about. I I wish I knew more about Sword of Mana. I wish I knew more about Lunar Legend. Um, to have to have real opinions on those.
2: I wish right. I knew more about the uh, middle Pokemon of, of this era, but I was kind of just like, eh, I mean, "No, a I'm, I'm Pokemon out." You do though. You do know what this is. It's I it's do, Pokemon I do. It's
0: Pokemon Red and Blue, but it's better. Like that's that's all you kind of need to know, which is a pretty yeah, good.
1: That, that's fair. Is, that's that's I mean, fair. I, how, I was, how else do you? Have sell in my it? mind,
2: my mind is like Pokemon. To me, is like playing with my friends on the playground or in the carpool ride to school. Yeah. And like doing weird stuff with the game genie and finding Missing Go and playing during drama class and everything during the end of the day and trading and stuff like that. Yeah. I Which mean, you this... can get in those two. Yeah. Not, not Missing was... Go, but.
0: This was probably the biggest of that for me was, was Fire Red and Leaf. Like this, this generation of Pokemon games, this would have been late middle school, early high school for me, I think. And. And so this was, like, we were way into Pokemon at this, my, my group of friends, and this would be, like, sitting at the lunch table and, yeah. and trading Pokemon back and forth, or going to a going to a friend's house after school and, and doing a battle or something like that. Uh, so th- and this that was, was red and
2: blue for me, big... so yeah, I can totally understand why you would feel that way with this one, too, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I mean, if it is the same like red and blue, like, those, that's just, it, it, red and blue are just such... Great fucking games. Yeah, like, but
0: these play better because you you don't have to your box is never full, or true, you can't catch true. a new Pokemon or like there's it, you don't have to go through a bunch of that bullshit. Um, it had the held items of Gold and Silver. Mm-hmm. It had the the abilities that Ruby and Sapphire brought in, or each Pokemon had those abilities. So you had things like levitate, and and it was a much more interesting thing. You had dark or Pokemon that were dark uh, at that point, so you could grab. Those is this where
2: they introduced shinies.
0: No, shinies were in gold uh, and silver.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. it sucks that these these carts are so fucking much money nowadays. Even though they there are. are so many Pokemon games they made, like yeah. they a lot in circulation, but the value of them is just outrageous right now.
0: And there's also a ton of reproduction cards. So even when you're mm-hmm. trying to go out and and buy one legitimately, you you gotta be on the and yeah, I mean you can end up with those, and it's not like those are bad cards. It's just no, they're not. It's just they're not technically what you're worth as for. much. Yeah, uh, they'll work just the same. You'll you'll have a good time. You'll still be playing Pokemon. It's just you won't have the genuine article. Mm. Um, they're they're fine, but at that point you should just emulate it, like <laughs> because then what you have is basically worthless. Uh, as and you'd just be better off emulating yeah. it and having it for free because you should have it for free because you shouldn't pay for something that somebody else is making that stole and just makes money off it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we've got, we got five here. We need to figure out where they go. we got Warrior Twisted, Golden Sun, Advance Wars, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, and Metroid Fusion. Um, you have already seeded that Metroid Fusion is our number five, and yep, I will allow it to will. go a single step higher, so that's
1: where <laughs>
2: it goes. Damn it. I could have pushed a little higher. Nope. No, Maybe top have. three?
0: You could absolutely not have gotten it to the top three.
2: Do you it think Golden Sun is one of the best RPGs ever? Yes. Okay, then <laughs> that's going to be a hard argument because I like I like it. I don't think it's one of the greatest JRPGs I've ever played, but like the battle system, the customiz- uh, customizability of that, and like just uh, like it's it's a bit more lighthearted story than most JRPGs can be sometimes. Uh, not I don't I know. Like there's
0: a there's a flood and an avalanche that happened at the beginning of the game that kills a lot of people. <laughs>
2: Right, right. There is, like, you know, bad things happen in the beginning, but still, like, and, yeah, people get turned into stone by trees and things like that.
1: And <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, lighthearted fair. <laughs> uh,
2: but, no, I mean, there's a bit more whimsical nature to this than, like, say, like, Final Fantasy VIII or... No,
0: nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it, it is... I don't think the story is the reason this game is good. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has some really cool characters, but it, it really is that combat system, which I talked, you know, what, two hours ago at this point. Um, it's that combat system that has all those options that do a lot of really cool things. And it's all in the player's favor that, that just makes it really fun. It feels like you have so many things going your way and so many options of how to battle. And it's it's a really good time. And when you pull off those big summons and you, you see them come crashing down and uh, the effects are so good. It's... It is, it's just one of my favorite RPGs of all time. And, man, that that DS game is fine, but it's so... It's not the same. It's so not as good as the GBA mm. games. And it, it almost makes me wish they would never make another game. I mean, <laughs> the part of me is like, oh, they absolutely should make another Golden Sun, because that, that's franchise rules. It's, yeah, But the other part of me is up. like, the, they would just ruin it. It would mm. just be wrong. It would just be bad. So I'm kind of fine with them never making another one. And I should just go back and play the original Golden Sun and Lost Age at
2: some point. So let me ask this. What is better, Golden Sun as an RPG or Pokemon as an RPG? I mean... So... You're both, co- you're both collecting monsters-ish. Like, you got the <laughs> yeah. Djinn and you got the Pokemon.
0: I mean, po- Pokemon is my favorite franchise ever. It's... Okay. It, it, because there is a consistency of... Loving loving those games on basically every console they came out on, Um, maybe diminishing returns as we get into the Switch and 3DS. Um, I don't know,
2: Arxia seems to be doing pretty hot right now.
0: Yeah, but that I I don't really count that as a traditional like that's Mm -hmm. that's like its own thing, and maybe it'll become the new
2: Pikachu Eevee kind of
1: thing. Yeah,
0: and maybe it'll become the new thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. maybe that will be what happens. But like, uh, if you want to know that something is a new traditional Pokemon game, they'd make two of them. It, it wouldn't be Legends Arceus, it'd be Legends Palkia and Legends Dialga. Mm. And the fact that they didn't do that makes me go, this is another side project and it's a cool one and maybe they'll keep doing it. But these are not the new, this is not the new um, uh, paradigm for Pokemon. Um, but that being said, as much as I love Pokemon there's something about Golden Sun, there's something about it it being on the game boy advance and it being perfect for the game boy advance that i think for me puts it over pokemon in my eyes in i'm just i'm hearing that
2: overworld theme in my head and i'm just like god that's such a fucking banger golden (laughs) sun
0: okay here's here's how i would list this for for these top four golden sun would be my number one okay uh advanced wars would probably be my number two and then i think i'd be fine with twisted or fire red leaf green mm. as three or four I, I i don't really mind but i i think i think my one and two is golden sun advance wars
2: i think my number one's advance wars based off of this mm-hmm. uh not being fusion uh that would that would muck up everything mm-hmm. and like i said i haven't played twisted but as far as like a warrior where game that would probably be my number two because i have a feeling i okay. would like it a lot
0: how about this? How about uh, Advanced Wars number one, Golden mm. Sun number two, Warrior Word Twisted number three, and Fire Red Leaf Green number four.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, but like, mm, like with our DS, we had what? Advanced Wars was number. Was Advanced Wars number one? Dual Strike?
0: No, Meteos was number one. Oh yeah, I Meteos was number one. Okay, Dual, yeah, Dual Strike think. might have been number two.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, let's give it to Advanced Wars. I say. I say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you it's can't, high again. You can't but get hey, away. you can't get away from intelligent systems. Even when Fire they... Emblem is outside of the top five, you still can't get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm okay with this. This uh, is a good list. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different from from my personal list, and as well as it's, it's different, different from, from my
2: personal list as well too. <laughs>
0: um, but I'm. I th- I think I'm pretty happy here. Uh, if I can ever type things correctly,
2: fire red leaf green. There we go. It's so weird they went back to like red and green instead of red and blue for the U.S. release.
1: Yeah, I,
0: I want. I wonder about that. I wonder if they just decided half ah, fucking. It I it mean, gets. they also
2: call Pokemon over here and Pocket Monsters in Japan, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, Matt. Uh, let's Woo. run through this one final time. Our number twenty-five, Super Dodgeball Advance. Twenty-four, Lunar Legend. Twenty-three, Mega Man Battle Network. Twenty-two, Metal Slug Advance. Twenty-one, Sonic Advance Two. Twenty, Mario Golf Advance Tour. Oops, missed the tour on that one. Uh, Nineteen, Sword of Mana. Eighteen, Mega Man Zero. Seventeen, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Sixteen, The Legend of Zelda. Is it Minish Cap or The Minish Cap?
2: I think it's The Minish Cap. Let me double check. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: 15, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. 14, Warrior Land 4. 13, DK King of Swing. 12, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. 11, Final Fantasy 5 Advance. 10, Gunstar Superheroes. 9, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. 8, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow. 7, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. 6, Fire Emblem of Sacred Stones. 5 metroid fusion yeah god damn it hey, yes <laughs> uh metroid fusion four pokemon fire red and leaf green three warrior were twisted two golden sun and number one Advanced Advance wars. wars
2: and yes it is the minish cap so you have it right okay yet. cool it's a good list 25 you know, gba all, games there's so many more only... we could play too
0: yeah, uh, maybe we'll revisit this, uh, you know, in a decade and <laughs> and see if uh, see if we've played anything new that that overtakes. I, I'm Super looking
2: at uh things. Star Wars Episode Three next.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that of Avengers game. I might need mm, to. Play I, that I, I'm interested pretty in quickly. that. Actually, yes. that seems really really damn cool. Matt, I really Whew. appreciate you Sheesh. being on here. I mean, it's another. Another three long hour <laughs> podcast from, uh, from your friends at the Gamers on the Go. Yeah,
2: baby. Uh, these
0: these are never short. Uh, the good news is we can't really do many more of them. There's there's, I mean, it depends on if we can split the Game Boy and Game Boy Color into two things. Or no, keep it it's one. It,
2: uh, well, yeah, it is two separate consoles. Obviously,
0: maybe we need. Yeah, we need to get Jeff in here to uh, yeah. help us determine whether these are actually needs two to decide.
2: Or not. Uh, uh, I, I got a few things that we could, we have in the pipeline. Like I, I, sh- I said earlier, I have a Warlock cart that we should uh, might talk Warlock's, about. We Warlock's really good. It's I, an interesting I game. A, I don't know if it's a I, great game, but it's an interesting one.
0: I did a Gamers on the Go SP, uh, which is my way of saying like a blog post, I guess, so yeah. like not a full episode. But I did a blog post on Warlock, and uh, and you can read more about that if you just search search in the archives of Gamers on the Go for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you if you play Warlocked and and like it, I would be more than happy to do a full episode
2: on. Warlocked. I've been playing a little bit of it, really and cool. I'm I'm liking it a it's little bit. Neat. I, it's neat. Like it's an neat. RTS on a Game Boy. Like, a how, how is that possible? Because, because you only got like two buttons and start yeah. and select and a D pad for doing a top down view where you should have a mouse. I'm, I'm trying nuts. to get my GameCube to read this stupid last, last uh, this action replay uh mm-hmm. disc so i can can play game boy uh, Advance games on my gamecube again on stream and i'm guessing like a control stick might be a little bit better than a d-pad for that game yeah
0: well all you need is a, a analog pocket and a yeah a ganky Shadowcast. yeah 500 bucks
2: i don't have no problem no problem it's all it's cheap it's fine ganky Shadowcast. come on man i have an avermedia card okay. right here Okay, you're you're doing
0: you're doing a little better than than me, but uh, the Shadowcast is at least simple to set up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's you know what that's plenty from us. So why don't we uh, why don't we call it here, Matt? uh, Tell the people where they can see more stuff from uh, from you.
2: Oh boy, if you want to find me on the internet, why would you? Uh, Jiggysan on Twitter, g i g g y s a n, and uh, I stream a little bit on Twitch, as I've said in the episode. So you can check me out on twitch there twitch.tv uh slash jiggy Sun. and uh i always i always mention my friend tyler abstract and his podcast uh, abstract japan he's got a couple of new episodes out uh recently so you should go check that out abstract japan.com it's like music from japan uh Chase, he says he's got something in the wing that might be interesting for me that I think is a hint that he might do a City Pop episode at some point. Ooh, okay. but That, that might that might be a while down the road. <laughs> okay, uh, but, all right. Uh, he says he's got a lot saved up, and I know I've been sharing a lot of shit of on Twitter of City Pop tunes because uh, <laughs> that's what I listen to a lot now right now. But, uh, yeah, check him out. He does a lot of cool music stuff, and, uh, yeah, he's my man in Japan. Go check him out.
0: Nice. Very cool. Uh, as for us, uh, GamersOnTheGo.com to, to see more of our episodes. We're also on SoundCloud uh, if you want to check our episodes out there. At uh, GOTG Podcast is the Twitter uh, account. If you want to hit us up about maybe we missed what, what your uh, top Game Boy Advance game is, let us know if we, if we missed yours, if it didn't show up in our top 25. Or uh, tell Matt that he's wrong about Metroid Fusion, and it should be further on, further down the list. Which I'd be fine. With. Totally not wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think people would probably t- say the opposite, and they'd say it to me. <laughs>
2: um, you, you don't know how many Zero Mission defenders are out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we got the wrong,
0: the wrong every game. Like we should have gotten <laughs> Advance Wars two, instead of Advance Wars. We should have gotten yep. Pokemon Emerald instead of Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, let us know about that. Also, uh, if you want to find more from me, I do another podcast called The Casual Hour with my two good buddies here in St. Louis, Bobby Pease and Johnny Yamazich. You, we record that uh, live every Wednesday on Twitch TV slash The Casual Hour at ten thirty p.m. Central Time. Um, then we also play some games on Mondays and Fridays at the same time, also at the same URL.
2: Go ask Bobby about catch anime. Us out.
0: Yeah, Bobby loves anime. You should you should totally <laughs> ask him about <laughs> he it. He knows no them all whatsoever. It'll be it'll be fun. Um, and then I have a, a YouTube channel. I don't stream, but I do record stuff, and uh, and you can see me play. I, I played through all of Super Robot Wars X uh, last year and had a had a pretty good time with that. And right now, Johnny from from the Casual hour, Johnny Amosic, and I are doing our first ever Pokemon Nuzlocke. Uh, with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl, which again not great games, but playing it as a nuzlocke has been pretty fun. Uh, so you can check out that on my YouTube channel, and that is at Chasey K Plays, uh, and that's also the the Twitter account. So you can find us there as well. I think that's it, Matt. Ooh. I want to I want to thank you again for for being on the show. Yeah, it uh, We'll 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 do this again. I'm sure. Uh, maybe in. Uh, some months, or maybe even a year, uh, to talk Who about knows? Game Boy, Game Boy Color. We'll we'll figure it out. Lots of good stuff on there. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff that I still need to play. Yeah, I know. Uh, There's so uh, many on, games on out systems. there, dude,
2: and more maybe being I'll... released every day. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're damn right about that.
2: Um,
0: and thank you all for listening. I know these these are long episodes, uh, but I hope uh, I hope you had fun listening and uh, maybe yelling at your divisive choice <laughs> as we uh, as we made our decisions. And that's that's half the fun. Anyway, we'll be back soon with another episode of Gamers on the Go, not about Game Boy and Game Boy Color games, but probably about, I don't know, some other weird old Atari thing. Lynx <laughs> thing. Mm, probably
2: not. Probably
0: not an Atari Lynx. WonderSwan. You know, Color. I I do I do have a WonderSwan Color now. I, I almost I, bought I, one. I, haven't, I haven't played anything on it, but I have one. Um, you know what I'd like to do? I need to find somebody to do it with. Um, but I got on my analog pocket that uh, Game Gear adapter, Ooh. so I have the ability to play Game Gear games, and I do have some Game Gear games now that uh, I'd, I'd really like to do that because I've never done anything Game Gear on uh, on Gamers on the Go, nice. and that feels like a, a miss. So I, I might have
2: to fix that. Game Gear's well, we'll cool. We'll see what happens, except when it eats through six double A batteries in two hours. Yeah,
0: and that's the brilliance of the pocket because <laughs> it doesn't do that there. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll be back, Matt. Thanks so much for uh, for being on again, and we'll catch you all later. <laughs>